Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 535. And Zeppelin with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Hey, if you're listening on the podcast later on today, it's all brought to you by Marcotte Ford. They got your back for sales, service, parts, and rentals. Marcotte Ford in Holyoke. It's uh, it's going to be a weird day. Cloudy this morning and then thunderstorms possibly developing this afternoon, some of which could be severe, a high of 87. And it's going to be kind of crummy the whole weekend. Scattered showers tonight, tomorrow, and Sunday. It's about 68 degrees already on Rock 102. Open line Friday. I can virtually guarantee it. That'll happen. I also will guarantee we'll tell you what the keyword to cash will be. And a very good chance we'll talk to comedian Kyle Dunnigan, who will be headlining this weekend at the Loft Comedy Club in Chicopee. Hell of a comedy show. So make sure you're listening for that. And uh, Jackie Martling tickets. We'll be at the uh, South End Community Center tomorrow night. We'll have tickets for that show a little bit later on. Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Want to know what it sounds like to win 1,000? Classic Rock. It's 552 and Tom Petty with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It is uh, going to be uh, rainy today. Uh, kind of weird with thunderstorms and on, and heat and all that other good stuff and a high of 86. Tomorrow, thunderstorms with a high of 83. It's 69 giggity in downtown Springfield. Hollywood Trash is brought to you by Aqua Pump, an expert in all water supply systems from the well to the pump and into the house. Somehow you still care about what's happening in Hollywood. So from Tinseltown, 3,000 miles away, it's Steve Nagel's Hollywood Trash. Oh, well, you remember that 70s show, right? Uh, yes, I do. Remember Danny Masterson on uh, that show? Yes, I do. Uh, do you remember that really dark episode where Danny did something and he has to go away for 30 years to life? I don't remember that episode, yeah, but well, he's had many episodes since. Well, that's uh, that's happening. That 70s show star Danny Masterson was sentenced Thursday to 30 years to life in prison uh, for raping two women more than two decades ago at his Hollywood Hills home. The 47-year-old Masterson showed no visible emotion after L.A. County Superior Judge uh, Charlene Omildo threw the book at him. Mr. Masterson, I know that you're sitting there steadfast in your claims of innocence and thus no doubt feeling victimized by a justice system that has failed you. But, Mr. Masterson, you are not the victim here. And then uh, said, yeah, good luck getting out because you're going to be in there for at least 30 years before you even get considered for parole. Yeah, you know, uh, it sounds like Danny's got a lot of issues that... uh, He'll be doing a lot of thinking about for the next 30 years. Uh, his wife, Bijou Phillips, what was she in? Uh, she was in a marriage with Danny Masterson. No, Bijou Phillips, where have I seen her before? She was an actress and a model, and I don't know. Uh, anyway, uh, she was at the trial. She just wore a pair of sunglasses and didn't look at anybody and left the courtroom without a word. What can you really say when you when your husband gets convicted of a violent sex crime. Um, you probably don't say I'll wait for you. Yeah, I'm especially uh, when you're talking about that crime. Yeah, I'm. I'm guessing that that marriage isn't going to hold up. Uh, no, that much. No. Uh, anywho, uh, Kevin Costner's estranged wife, Christine Bumgartner, Bumgartner, got her child support knocked down to sixty three thousand dollars a month. Remember we were talking about it yesterday, where she was like asking for a hundred and fifty thousand a month. Because of that, she says she has to, quote, enter the workforce. Oh, my God, this poor woman. You know, for 63 grand a month, 
I would just not keep living the way I was living and then go, like, find a place that doesn't have a lot of tax, uh, yeah. property taxes and be away from everybody and just collect $63,000 a month from the Field of Dreams guy. You know, um, $63,000 a month still puts me at $756,000 a year. Yeah. Even in the worst of times, I could find a way to eke by with $756,000 a year. Eke by? Yeah, I know. I'd be just barely squeezed by to pay all my my various expenses, but I'd find a way. I'm resilient. I would find a way, too. I would just not give my money to anybody except myself. <laughs> you know? Well, and then, uh, you know, obviously, I pay bills or whatever, but uh, eh, I wouldn't give it to anybody. 63 well, grand a month. Court required you to do that. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, Sophie Turner may be getting divorced at the age of 27, but according to Emily Ratajowski, that's a good thing. In fact, she thinks it's chic to be divorced before you turn 30. Oh, great. A new TikTok trend. In a new video on TikTok, she said, quote, If being in your 20s is in the trenches, there's nothing better than being in your 30s, still being hot, maybe having a little of your own money, and figuring out what you want to do with your life. And having tried that married fantasy and realizing that it's maybe it's not all that cracked up to be, then you've got your whole life still ahead of you. You know, the uh, the idea of a TikTok divorce challenge? Yeah. I'd almost rather eat a single chip loaded with ghost peppers and uh, and, and volcanic mash, you know, magma. I'd rather do the one chip challenge. Ah, eh, you never know. One oh, no. one lingers longer than the other. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. At least at least at least your tongue will revive. Uh, Emily uh, got married at 26, but she's been separated for over a year now. She's 32, mm. so she she completed her goal of getting divorced by the age of 40. I didn't know she's that. Way ahead of the curve. I guess so. Uh, Jimmy Fallon's Tonight Show is the latest in a long line of TV shows being accused of having a toxic work environment. Rolling Stone spoke to several past and current staffers who say there was a culture of fear and anxiety largely due to Jimmy's erratic behavior. I read this whole thing yesterday. He's kind of a jerk, and he may have an alcohol problem. Well, the alcohol problem is nothing new. If you remember, that that story yeah. came out a few years ago that, uh, that he almost lost the job at The Tonight Show because of the amount of drinking he was doing. Right. Uh, but I don't... I, you'd think somebody would have taken care of that then. That was yeah. like 10 years ago. Well, he may have tried to take care of that, but yeah. that doesn't mean it's stuck. There uh, have been rumors that Jimmy's uh, about Jimmy's drinking for years, and some staffers claim to have witnessed him appearing drunk or smelling like booze. Others say his behavior seemed to depend on whether or not he appeared hungover. Other upper-level staff could be just as rotten as Jimmy. There was a lot of turnover on that level. The show has had nine different show showrunners over nine years. <laughs> and even when employees complained, nothing was done, and many of them said the job severely affected their mental health. We used to joke about, oh, man, I just want to kill myself today. Like, they would all collectively joke about that because it was so bad to work there. Right. Uh, NBC issued a statement in response to the report, but they didn't mention Jimmy by name. They said, quote, we are incredibly proud of The Tonight Show and providing a respectful working environment is a top priority. Well, they also said that about Matt Lauer's uh, <laughs> little trysts that he was having in his office for years. Yeah. But, he but you know, on the other hand, uh, you know, Ellen DeGeneres got herself canceled because right. of a hostile work environment. 
Jimmy, uh, for his part, held a Zoom meeting with his staff yesterday where he said, quote, It's embarrassing and I feel so bad. I'm sorry if I've embarrassed you and your family and your friends. I feel so bad. I can't even tell you. I want this show to be fun. It should be inclusive for everybody. At that point, yeah. he put his head in the toilet and yeah. stayed there for about an hour. And then he said, that's it. Quitting time. I'm going to the bar. <laughs> First round's on me. Yeah. Uh, Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion dropped their new single uh, today. Yeah. Right? It's called Bongos, and they're selling a limited edition CD version uh, because... What was it? Cardi posted a video of herself autographing some of those discs, and I don't know how you get one, but if you do, you just may get a little something extra with it. Because after signing them, Cardi made a scratch and sniff by rubbing them on herself. <sighs> that would be a CD, uh, a CD STD is what <laughs> I would get out of I, that. I would think it would melt in the, in the CD yeah, player. Yeah, right. Yeah. Oh, stay away from the hot pot. Uh, Kim Kardashian <laughs> paid tribute to Steve Harmon from Smash Mouth by wearing a gold bikini. Really? Yeah. She must have something to say. Oh, my God. The last time I had Smash Mouth was when Ray J gave me a peppermint fatty blammer jammer gum stump in that <laughs> sex tape you could purchase on Newport for thirty nine ninety five. That's more than a mouthful, isn't it? it? Sure, yes, yeah. it is. Can uh, you say it ten times fast? Ten times fast. <laughs> <laughs> Caitlin? Well, I never got that done and dirty with your mother, Chris Kim, but I once enjoyed some of the silver cotton candy. <laughs> I enjoyed some crow's foot noggin. <laughs> what are you trying to say? Uh, what I'm trying to say is I raw, raw, raw dog the gas box. <laughs> Did you ever raw dog the gas box? I think that's very personal, Steve. It's kind of like an Arkansas pork roll. You ever <laughs> have one of those? No, I haven't. And that is your Hollywood trash on Rock 102. <laughs> I am. Out at MGMSpringfield.com. Gillette Intimate gives guys a gentle and easy shave on there. And around there. And even under there. Don't treat your groin like junk. Respect it with Gillette Intimate. The best a man can get. Buy now at a retailer near you. And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Outdoor Power Headquarters. Steel, Ego, and Craftsman. Rocky's Outdoor Power Trifecta. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, I'll be honest. I don't really have all day to watch an entire tennis match on a Thursday night. I got a lot of other things going on. Are you kidding? My day is stacked. Eating lunch, watching TikTok videos, playing Candy Crush. Hey, listen, there are some levels that can take me all week to finish. So when the U.S. Open semifinals are on TV, I would like to watch them uninterrupted. What I do not care to see is a bunch of tree-hugging hippies interrupting the match with their environmental protests. Yesterday, the semifinal match between Coco Goff and Karolina Mukova was interrupted by four protesters who delayed the match at Arthur Ashe Stadium for a full 49 minutes. Why did it take that long? Because this wasn't some random anti-fossil fuel demonstration. This was a calculated protest in which one of the protesters decided to glue their bare feet to a concrete floor. It took more than six police officers and several medical professionals to remove the guy with the glue, as well as the other members of the protest who apparently forgot their buckets of glue in the car. Eventually, the match was resumed and Coco had gone on to win in two sets. Now, listen. I realize that as Americans, we all share in the constitutional right of free speech. 
but the same constitutional right that allows you to gather with friends and stage a protest that involves gluing your feet to a floor is the same constitutional right that allows me to say that your protest was stupid. Sure, I get it. You don't like the industrial mining of fossil fuels draining the planet of its natural resources. That makes sense. But you know what doesn't make sense? Taking off your Birkenstocks and gluing your feet to the ground. To me, that puts the mental in environmental. The other thing that doesn't make sense is why you and your dopey friends waited until the U.S. semifinals, U.S. Open semifinals to act like a bunch of disruptive jackasses. Couldn't you have gotten the same results gluing yourself to the floor of the parking garage? I would certainly think so. And you wouldn't have had to waste 49 minutes of everybody's time. Now, that may sound like uh, insensitive to some of you people, but I can assure you this. I'm just flexing my constitutional right to call these idiots out on a poorly executed protest because that's what being an American is really all about. But hey, and if I'm I yappin's, what's brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Going to the Big E? Well, first, go to Rocky's, the pre-sale ticket partner of the Big E, and buy discount Big E tickets up until September 13th. Then Rocky's will have regular price Big E tickets available for you. The official hardware store of the Big E is Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the cap. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 6.15 and ACDC with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Uh, Going to be uh, cloudy today with some thunderstorms possible. High of 86 tomorrow. Uh, cloudy thunderstorms with a high of 83. It's 69 giggity in downtown Springfield. After uh, 8 o'clock, probably two things are going to happen. One, I'm going to give you the, today's uh, keyword to cash. And then secondly, uh, open line Friday. Oh, I, I'm looking forward to that one. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Also, uh, Kyle Dunnigan at some point uh, today. Uh, and then uh, I believe we're going to be talking about uh, uh, is, uh, what else was it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We got uh, Jackie Martling tickets to give away and uh, some other stuff. Too. The Ride to Remember. Yeah, Thank you. They'll be talking Isn't it crazy? That. I couldn't remember The Ride to Remember. Wow. That's How messed a, up is that? Yeah. <laughs> Well, we, uh, because there's so much going on, there's, and that was a last-minute addition anyway. So. Yeah. Um, last night, though, I took my uh, my kid to uh, this concert that she wanted to go see. Uh, it was uh, Sir Chloe, and I didn't realize that it was more than one person. Oh, it's, it's not a just a band. Oh, it's not just someone from the royal family. No, but the lead singer... Uh, whose name is Dana, by the way, that I found that out. Okay. <laughs> uh, kind of is the voice, obviously, of of the group. So when when I, I only hear this stuff in the background, I don't like you know actually get into it. Mm-hmm. But I I went to the show last night and I'm like, oh, it's it's a whole band. It's not just her. Um, but they had this opening band that came out uh, called the uh, the uh, the Telescope Club. Right. Good name. Yeah. Again, this isn't like my type of music, mm-hmm. but I do appreciate people who have talent because I give you credit just for going up there and knowing how to play a guitar. Well, I mean, you are like 15 years older than everybody else in the whole building. Yeah. Well, that's a that makes a big difference too. That's what I. That's where it really hit me last yeah. night, where I was like, I look like the bouncer. <laughs> And dad, yeah, right. among a group full of probably twenty-one or twenty-two year olds, you know, for the like that was the average age going on there. 
you could tell the 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 older guys who were sneaking the drinks to their girlfriends who were obviously under the age of twenty one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was uh, it was kind of kind of cool. It re- reminded me of, of like going to this place up in Syracuse when I was a teenager, where you'd see all these bands and and it was, it's the un- like an under it's called Underground Live in Albany. Okay, and it's 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 underground. That's the scary part, though, at the age of forty four. Because all I'm doing is looking around going, how do we get out of here in case something happens? <laughs> Where are all the yeah. appropriate exits? Well, because, I mean, that's important. When After, you know, living through that, living through it, I didn't wasn't there, but that Rhode Island nightclub The station fire, nightclub, yeah. That, that's a horrible, horrible thing to think about happening. And when you're in a, ga- you're, you're basically in like a galleyway being just shoved up to a stage there's no seats in this place it's standing room only right that sucks too at the age of 44 that you have to stand for four hours <laughs> i know <laughs> see that's why yeah. I, I would have a hard time doing it but you know but uh, but i've taken my kids to concerts yeah um and uh you know it's 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 weird when you're when they're at a concert that you know like a contemporary artist that they love yeah. someone that is you know, age appropriate to them. I took my uh, my kids to a concert a couple of years ago. It's probably like eight or nine years ago, and uh, and I'm like looking around the crowd, right? And this is it, it's it's uh, the show is in Mansfield. Yeah, I'm looking around the crowd, and every old guy there is in the same position as me. He's the dad that drove everybody to the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're all yeah. looking at each other at the show that, you know, we don't know anything about their music, and we're all just kind of like, you know, silently Not- nodding to each other like, yeah, I'm here too, Bill. Nodding your head. You have uh, camaraderie amongst, uh, secret com- camaraderie amongst other concert goers. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, you know, and the kids are like, it's like they're seeing uh, the Beatles at the Ed Sullivan show. They're screaming, yeah. they're, ye- they're, they're yelling, they're bouncing all over the place. And every old guy is just kind of sitting there and you know looking at their well, phone and saying, "Geez, what time is this thing going to end?" I, I I've I've uh, I've heard the music so much that that y- you kind of like, oh, I like that one. You know, I, I can tell which ones I I like and which ones I don't like. Sure. Uh, and to see it performed live, I like that. I like seeing the man behind or woman behind the curtain, whatever you're talking about, because yeah, you can see pictures of somebody, but to actually see them perform is different. And I always appreciate, and this was what happened last night. I always appreciate it when it sounds better than the album. Does. Just thinking the very same thing. And it was like a gr- it was a great performance by a band. Like yeah. they were they were moving around. They were really into the music. The the lead singer disguised herself. We knew who she was though, because we were standing like four feet from her. She right. disguised herself before the show. Put on like a trucker hat, a flannel shirt, and just kind of stood there in the corner and watched the other performance, the entire thing. She watched the entire opening band's performance, which I thought was pretty, res- pretty cool, pretty yeah. respectful. Uh, and you know, like, because how many, like, because obviously they were the top billers, right? For this, well, thing. that often depends on the size of the club too. If yeah. there's more room to spread out this, backstage as opposed this, to like in the green room then you go and watch the band i guesstimated there was probably about 150 people there it wasn't like a huge draw yeah but it was big enough where you have like this little kind of little cult following uh that you do 
But she's standing over behind us, right? Right. And my daughter was like, that's her. And I go, oh. And I said to this other guy that's standing in the galleyway there, it was like, the, it's the same, it's, it separates the stage from the rest of the concert goers, but it's just a little alleyway so they can get up to the stage. Sure. And I said, uh, this is this is me, like an idiot. I said to the guy, is that Sir Chloe? Not realizing <laughs> it was an entire band. And he goes, yes, that's Sir Chloe. <laughs> and yeah, then I, but what, and a, what a jerk for, for, then, for t- copping an attitude. Well, on, like, he knows well, so much more than well, you. Well, he was the drummer. He was the drummer of the band, <laughs> right? So then I, I said to my kid, and I'm telling her what I just said. She's like, her name is Dana. Why would you ask that? Like... <laughs> Oh, by the way, which one's pink? Yeah, and I'm like, ah, oh, let me tell you, sir, you're, you're you're coming down on me. There's a lot of underage drinking going on around here. I can see it. I was gonna be like the narc. I was like, oh, it's that kid, that you're, kid. Dude. You were the you were the the chaperone for the entire room. Yeah, the chaperone. But uh, but what a, what a, a cool little venue. Uh, it was in, in Albany, right? In downtown Albany, which is a scary place, by the way. Oh, I think anybody could have told you that. <laughs> and uh, and and the but you couldn't. I couldn't find how to get into the place. Like it was because it it's part of a larger building, and this is just a tiny little place. You had to like walk down an alleyway to get to this place. <laughs> it sounds like you're going to like a like the Cavern Club in Liverpool. It kind of re- it reminded me of 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 like this club we used to go to up in Syracuse where the ceilings were low and like you're you're underneath another building and you're just having a good time. I uh, I enjoyed myself. That's good. I was the I was the dad standing there. It's <laughs> just like I I am just kind of just moving yeah. my head back and forth, like yeah. not really getting into the music, but sort of getting into the music. You were the DC designated chaperone. That's right. That's right. <laughs> but uh, success nonetheless. It was a good night. It's six twenty three with Bax and Nagel on Rock one hundred two. Violent crime in Springfield. Be time. It's 625 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Uh, it is going to be uh, thunderstorms today with a high of 86. Tomorrow, more of the same with a high of 83. It's 69, giggity, in downtown Springfield. Uh, open line Friday uh, today. Also, uh, the keyword to cash. We'll also be talking to someone for the Ride to Remember, which is coming up. A lot of stuff going on in today's show. Yes, a lots lot. of things. It's like a jam-packed show. And Almost would, too much. Would you like to laugh? I would. All right. It's Bax and Nagel's joke of the day. I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown, I amuse you. On Rock 102. I make you laugh. Springfield's classic rock. I got a couple of them for you. You ready? All right. How do you keep the Detroit Lions out of your front yard? I don't know. How do you keep the Detroit Lions out of the front yard? Put up goalposts. <laughs> <laughs> Except they did one win last night. Yeah, well, yeah, but still. But still, yeah, overall, right. of yeah, course. Yeah. Understand. And then uh, suspensive disbelief. Bax. I know, That's still a funny joke. A still $5 funny. bill walks into a bar. Yes. And the bartender says, you're going to have to leave. It's singles night. Because he's a five dollar bill, and you can't be. Ah, that's like this is is what you get when you get him off the fly after coming off a Sir Chloe concert. (laughs) And Nagel in the morning on Rock 102, Springfield's classic rock. Here's your 6:29 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's time for news, and it's brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Technicians get up to five thousand dollars. Sign on bonus right now. Learn more at GaryRomeHunday.com slash family. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Thanks, Bax. One person has died following a fire at a single-family home in Athol Thursday morning at approximately 9.45 a.m. Athol fire crews received a report 
of a fire at 92 Fern Street, and upon arrival, they encountered a fully engulfed, uh, fully involved two-story residence engulfed in dense smoke and flames. The intensity of the situation required crews to raise the alarm level to a third alarm, prompting assistance from neighboring departments. Approximately 40 firefighters worked tirelessly for an hour to combat the flames. Multiple nearby fire departments, including Orange, Phillipston, Petersham, Barry, Oakham, Gardner, Westminster, Winston, and Fitchburg, extended mutual aid during the incident. The Templeton and Fitchburg Fire Departments offered station coverage during the emergency. Uh, Chief uh, Gornara expressed his condolences on behalf of the Athol Fire Department to the victim's family. And uh, the identity of the victim remains undisclosed uh, pending formal identification by the Office of the Chief Medical Examiner. Examiner. Uh, Officer Mark Wilkes' story is one of strength and survival. He was hospitalized for 175 days, living through several health challenges and attributing his strength to his family and brothers and sisters in blue. March 12th of 2023 was the day everything changed for him after playing in the Battle of the Badges hockey game. He went home and suffered a major heart attack. Imagine being in the hospital for a hundred and what is one hundred and seventy-five days? days. Yeah, I know. Ah, oh, that must be like to get home. <sighs> I gotta use the bathroom. Like that would be the first. <laughs> like I'm gonna go in there and 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 overtake that for about four or five hours. See, like, I've been in the hospital for one hundred and seventy-five days. You got nothing to eat in this place. Yeah. Uh, he's uh, he's. Wilkes is 52, has goals for himself to walk unassisted, to go back to the gym, to watch his son play sports, uh, sports and just live a normal life. He's been uh, on the police force for more than 23 years. He says he'll have to retire, but wants to work in the community and inspire, uh, inspire others with his story. It is pretty remarkable to have a major heart attack like that and survive. I mean, most people who suffer heart attacks and, and survive it are not in the hospital for that long length of time i mean usually it's it's a couple of days you get your strength and then you're you know they they release you but 175 days is a remarkably long period yes so i mean you know good on him the uh, massachusetts department of agricultural resources is alerting holyoke residents of the discovery of an invasive species found in the city the spotted lantern fly. I hate spotted I lantern hate flies. I hate those things so much. I want to punch them in their little spotted lantern face. The department says an infestation of spotted lantern fly was recently confirmed in Holyoke. It's not clear how this invasive species made its way to Holyoke, but the insect is known to have been spotted previously in Springfield, Worcester, and parts of Connecticut. The pest feeds on sap and can damage or kill over 100 types of plants, including grapevines, fruit trees, <sighs> maples, hops, and blueberries. Uh, additionally, they swarm during mating season, causing an impact on outdoor activities. Freaking outdoor sap suckers. Bob Russell, an entomologist at American Pest Solutions, said they're native to China and they were first detected in the East Coast. Check your outdoor furniture, scrape any egg masses off, and dispose of them. That's a disgusting thing to say. Yeah, I'm not going to scrape any egg masses off and dispose of them. Isn't there another way you could describe it to, like, you know, carefully remove the beautiful buds of life? Yeah, that would be nice. Yeah. But using, you know, scrape the egg sacks off of something, nobody wants to see that. Inspect any trees on your property for signs of the pest, especially at dusk. They tend to gather in large groups on the trunks of trees. Oh, there they are, just hanging out, causing all kinds of problems. The you know, youth of Amer- the youth lantern fly of America. You know, when I was a kid, uh, like South Shore had a huge problem with gypsy moth caterpillars. Yeah, huge problems. So 
at one point they were actually paying people to remove these giant cluster cocoons that these things would be in. Yeah. And if you remove them, they'd, they'd give you cash for them because these things, all they do is eat and they kill trees and they're, they're, they're invasive and they're, and they're gross. And, uh, and they were everywhere. Absolutely everywhere. It sounds like this is like the same kind of deal. You let these things loose. They're just going to be chowing down and sap and berries and everything else until everything is ruined. They're going to ruin all of New England. Ruined. It's all ruined. That's right. Steve, we can't afford to be ruined. Hey, uh, the Springfield Public Schools are dismissing early again to hot weather. Yes, that's right. It's not that hot today. It's still plenty hot. It's not that hot. Listen, it's still very hot. Plus, you have residual heat from the last two days. They opened the doors last night. They could cool it off. In they there. they lock the doors and they close the windows. Steve, they really? do it every single night. Uh, see, now I'm getting to the uh, okay. Now you're just stretching it, Steve. I I listen. Uh, you know, my wife is a teacher. She's gonna have a half day today. I'm gonna uh, it's gonna be a nice day when she comes home. And you know what? I'm all looking forward to that. So I'm not gonna sit here and criticize this decision. Happy wife, happy life. See what I mean? Yeah, That's what I'm go. talking about. Yeah, okay. Uh, but but in general, if you didn't have a teach uh, a family member who was a teacher in a school system, you'd be like, oh yeah, these babies crying Steve. about the heat, Steve. On the record, <laughs> uh, no, I would not be doing that. Off the record, yeah, you're yeah. damn right, I would. I saw somebody the uh, write the comment on one of the posts. They're like, oh, here they come. The back in my day, we sat in a sweltering hot classroom. And we liked yeah, it. Yeah, we didn't like it at all. <laughs> a uh, call regarding a suspicious vehicle at Pioneer Valley Condominiums in Chicopee prompted a response from police yesterday morning. Around 8 p.m. would be a.m., wouldn't it, if it was in the morning? Um. Maybe the reporter has not learned know. the difference between a.m. and p.m. Well, it happened yesterday. Fair enough. Whether 8 a.m. or 8 p.m., I don't know what to tell you. A uh, large police presence could be seen around the area of Pioneer Valley Condominiums at 44 Colonial Circle. According to a uh, public information officer, a call was made to police regarding a suspicious vehicle. And when officers arrived, the, op- the operator got out of the vehicle and fled on foot. Despite the operator's attempt to escape arrest, Chicopee police were able to arrest the individual, and this incident remains an open investigation by police and will continue to provide updates as soon as they receive new information. So a police call mm-hmm. is news. Yes. Just yes, it a is. regular police call. That is correct. All right. Like if you made a phone call... To the, the police department in your town and say, hey, uh, uh, my dog got loose. Yeah. That could very easily be front page of the Daily Hampshire Gazette. I don't think it should be called 22 News. I think it should be called 22 Hearsay. <laughs> I I don't know if I want to say that. There was a cop. There was a cop. That, there was a cop cars and there was lights and there was all kinds of sirens going off. From what we heard. From what we heard. <laughs> According to people that I've heard from, yeah, we'll give you an update when we get it. When we get an update, mm, maybe we might. Uh, a sobriety checkpoint uh, or illegal search and seizure, if you will, will be held in Hamden County to help prevent under the, uh, under the influence driving. Do we know the exact location of uh, where we should avoid driving over the weekend? No, last time it was over on uh, Page Boulevard, though. Oh, yeah, I got caught up in one of those They have, ones. like, the same five places they go to all the time. 
Yeah, but they're random though. So like you can't uh, you, you can't just avoid all five areas. Well, the Steve Nagel College of Knowledge would tell you to go out around 10 o'clock sober, find out where these things are, and then go the opposite way when you're leaving the bar. <laughs> yeah, take the long way. Yeah. Colonel John Mon Jr., superintendent of the uh, Massachusetts State Police, uh, states the checkpoint will be held somewhere in Hamden County from uh, Saturday, September 9th into Sunday. Sobriety checkpoints are randomly done to help educate drivers and bring awareness to detecting a motorist driving under the influence of alcohol and or drugs. But I told you, I've always had a problem with these. Because, you know, they'll come out with the stats afterwards. Ah, we uh, we got uh, ten citations issued, two of them for drunk driving arrest, eight of them for, like, headlights out or, you know. <laughs> it's a real crime right there. Proper turn signal. Mm-hmm. Eh, you're not really doing that, you know. You're not really cleaning things up. I got I got tied up at one. Uh, it was on Page Boulevard like uh, two or three years ago, mm-hmm. and yeah, it's like a you know ten thirty eleven o'clock at night. We just want we just want to get home. That's all we want to do. We just want to get home. And they're stopping every car. Say, where you coming from? What you doing tonight? You you drive safe. And then that was it. It's like yeah, I'm I've been delayed you know, an opportunity to put my head in a pillow for at least fifteen minutes. So you could tell me to keep moving? You know what you should do? Yeah. You know what you should do, though, next time somebody asks you that? The hell do you care? <laughs> What's out of the end of your business? Yeah. <laughs> and why don't you mind your own P's and Q's? Yeah. I don't know. Did you miss your kid's soccer game again because you had to do this stupid detail? Huh? Is that what it was? <laughs> why are you worried about where I'm going? Or were you too busy at that cop bar getting loaded that night? Which is also the other ironic part of that. I mean, how many times <laughs> have you seen cops in a bar... And then all of a sudden they're, uh, I don't know, they're 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 having the the gauntlet. Yeah, I don't know, Steve. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I I'm going to say for the sake of uh, for the sake of argument that we've never seen that before in my life. For the sake of argument, you're going to say that. Yes. Just in case I happen to get <laughs> caught up in a police in a traffic stop tonight. Uh, you're not going to. I hope not. You're just going to go right home. But you're not, it's not like you, you're young and you're spry and you're out, you know. Yeah, there'll be, there'll be no the foot chase. until 2 o'clock in the morning. Oh, God. No. The, the, the very idea of staying out late uh, uh, on a Friday or Saturday night. I mean, late went by me like you know, 2 o'clock in the morning when everything's shutting down. Yeah. That, that, that appeal is completely gone Listen, now. I was uh, at last week's uh, MGM Music Friday, yep. and I got home at 11 o'clock, which was pretty darn late. Did you stick around and gamble or something? I stuck around and hung out with some friends that I haven't seen in a while, so yeah. I, uh, I chit-chatted with them. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I gambled a little bit and uh, and then left. Yeah, I expect to be in my car by 9.01. Maybe 9-0-1. even eight, Maybe even 8.59 if I'm lucky. Yeah, I have you ever tried to get out of there at nine oh one? Yeah, I've been able to do it. You'll be out of there at nine forty two by that time. <laughs> uh, a Miami woman was sentenced to prison for filing and obtaining over one point five million dollars in fraudulent pandemic related loans and using those funds for personal expenses, including chartering a private jet and renting a luxury apartment. Was that wrong? <laughs> I got to plead ignorance here. Had I had known, I known. <laughs> According to uh, the Department of Justice, 30-year-old, uh, 32-year-old Danielle Miller pleaded guilty to three counts of wire fraud and two counts of aggravated identity theft. She was sentenced in Boston federal court Thursday to five years in prison 
and three years of supervised release and also ordered to pay restitution in an amount that will be determined at a later date. According to the complaint, Miller used the personal identifying information of more than 10 individuals and used fake business names to apply and receive for more than $1 million in government benefits. She accessed the online RMV account associated with a Massachusetts resident and then used that victim's personal personal identifying information to open a bank account and to apply for a federally funded economic jury or injury disaster loan. Man, she was busy. No kidding. It's an awful lot of work for a bank loan. How did she access the RMV thing? That's what I want to know. How did she get access to that? No idea. Anyway, after receipt of the fraudulent loan proceeds, Miller used the bank account in the victim's name to book a private flight from Florida to California using a counterfeit Massachusetts driver's license in the victim's name, but bearing Miller's photograph and conducted ATM transactions using the bank account in the victim's names. That just goes to show that the TSA, you got on a flight, you used a fake ID to fly across the country? Yeah. How many times have you walked through the TSA thing and they're like shaking you down because you got a, uh, you know, what's that lump in your pocket? Oh, it's just a napkin that you had in there. Sometimes I wonder whether they're just arbitrarily making things up at TSA. What do you mean? Well, they're, you know, they they want to look real hard at your license. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like, say it's like a, a, a real legitimate license. You know, they'll look, they look at it, turn it over, look at it again, look, look at, at you, you yeah. look at that and say, okay, then you go. Then you got someone walking there with a with the like false identification. They look at it for like half a second. Okay, you can go. Well, she obviously did that. Yeah, I just I don't understand why there's no punishment for the for the other people players involved in that. I well, there may be, but you know who knows. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, your Pioneer Valley forecast today going to be uh, cloudy with some uh, thunderstorms. High of 86 tomorrow. More thunderstorms. High of 83. It's 69 giggity in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Ah, yeah. Attention, football know-it-alls. Thank you. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 651, and the Rolling Stones of Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. Thunderstorms today with a high of 86. Tomorrow, more of the same with a high of 84. It is 69 giggity in downtown Springfield. Join Pat Kelly and the Rock 102 Road Crew this Sunday from uh, 4 to 6 at the East Village Tavern in East Longmeadow for the New England season opener. Say hi to Pat and your chance to win prizes and watch a New England take on Philadelphia. That's this Sunday, 4 to 6, with Pat Kelly at the East Village Tavern, 53 North Main Street here in East Long Meadow from Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Uh, Rocky's Ace Hardware. Good people. Rock solid service. You'll find that at every Rocky's Ace Hardware location. Yes. Uh, Ace Hardware can be the helpful hardware folks. They right? can be, yes. Uh, who have hedge clippers to cut off your annoying fake ankle monitors. That is not what they market them for. A uh, parolee in Ohio wandered around an Ace Hardware store on Tuesday mm-hmm. before asking an employee where the hedge clippers were. They pointed them out, and the man then used them to cut off his ankle monitor. <laughs> These are not... Uh, you can't just walk into a Rockies and start using things. Not in the store, no, I, I don't think. That, that, that's an item that you buy the clippers, and then you cut off the uh, the, the ankle monitor. Well, well, oftentimes, and it's been a long time since I've bought uh, you yeah. know, any kind of uh, lawn tool like that, but um, aren't they uh, normally uh, locked or zip-tied together so that you can't start using them in the store? 
I, I'm sure some of them are, but I'm sure that there's, mm. uh, you know, like the bolt cutter things that uh, that work pretty well. Uh, he stashed the, She stashed it in an aisle and then made his way to the exit. He grabbed a free bag of popcorn by the door, uh, then walked out, and then took off on a bike. The employees found the cut ankle bracelet on the shelf and realized what had happened. The man was caught on surveillance footage. They didn't catch him cutting the monitor, but they do have him stashing it on the shelf. The store called the Ohio Adult Parole Authority, and they came in and collected the monitor. They shouldn't have any problem figuring out who the guy was, but they haven't revealed his name, why he was being monitored, or what additional charges he will now be facing. But, um, mm. man, these uh, these students uh, would benefit greatly at the Steve Nagel College of Knowledge That's, to uh, not get caught doing stupid Stuff like this. Well, you know, uh, first of all, if you're going to be, uh, if you want tools from a Rocky's Ace Hardware, mm-hmm. you should purchase them because you know what? Uh, that's what they're there for. Well, but, and if you're going to do that, make sure you use your Ace Rewards card. You should purchase them and you're not allowed to just borrow them in, even if it's inside the store. No, no. Yeah, yeah don't do that. Yeah, temporarily borrowing something from any uh, retailer is usually frowned upon by the owner of that re- of that retail location. Yeah. I saw a guy once at a water park wearing one of those things. <laughs> it's like, you know, what, it is? The, what I thought one of the most effective commercials for against drunk driving was the one where, like, they show multiple people doing normal everyday things but having to blow into that hose before you get, <laughs> before you start the car. Right. And it was like a guy picking up his kids at school. All right, kids, everybody ready to go? All strapped in? Yep. And he goes, hang on. <laughs> and he had to blow into that uh, in order to keep the car running. You, you laugh, but that happens yeah. all the time. Well, it happens all the time. And then the one guy was on a date. He's on a date. And the girl, oh, very nice to meet you. Uh, where should we go for dinner? And she's named someplace. And he goes, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Are you ready like, to go? Well, you know, at that point, I mean, you got to put yourself in the shoe, even if it's a fake character in a commercial. You yeah. put yourself in the shoes of that person going, do you really think dating is your top priority right now? Probably not. But yeah. but even but even yeah. those who have uh, a one or two DUIs in their past, yeah. you know, they need to be loved, too. Yeah. You know, they're... they're <laughs> companionship probably would have prevented some of the problems in their lives you've uh you've seen have you seen people have you seen that at like oh, a yeah. traffic uh, like when you're driving along and because it's one of those things where you have to i guess you have to do it like every so often why even while you're driving yeah because i want to make sure you're not drinking while you're while driving. you're driving right but and it, and it and it won't shut the engine off that was one of the things that it'll just record I think it, I think it won't let you start the car the next time you turn right. it off or something. I don't think it just kills the engine in the middle of your drive. Or I think it changes the radio station to something worse than Rock 102. Well, no. Well, that's where the police were on Rock 102. <laughs> Remember we heard that song? Yeah, like message in a bottle six times this week. Six times this week. <laughs> uh, but but yeah, like that's one of those things where you're just like, oh man, I'm so embarrassed. Like. How could you? How could you go on a date like that? Well, you know, you want to dance, you got to pay the fiddler, and that what they tell you? Yeah, but how do you? I mean, if you if you are at the point because that's not like the first time result yeah. of getting a, a DUI. That's like the second one, probably, right? I think isn't that where they, they I, make you do I, that? I don't know. 
but if you if you have put yourself in a financial position like that, <laughs> because it's expensive, like sure. to, to do all that stuff is very expensive. How do you have money to go out on a date? I mean, the the commercial was effective in one way, but not in that way. That's the part I'm harping on. Was the well, date? Thing. You know, sure. Well, you know, it, it's not like you're going down to the Capitol Grill for a seventy dollars steak. You're probably going to McDonald's for something off the off the dollar menu. Taco. Right, Taco you're, Bell. You're going to Taco Bell. Yeah. Well, hey, I got a discount card. Came <laughs> along with this ankle monitor that I was using. Can I? Can I see you? Can I call you again? Yeah. Hey, everybody. That should be Nick Kochi's like, uh, like uh, recruitment thing. Hey, everybody here gets a free ankle monitor <laughs> with your stay. It's like staying at a Radisson. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the Ludlow Radisson. I've been there before. Every every room's got room That's service. That's right. That's right. It's enjoy our continental breakfast. Oh yeah, the continental breakfast is to die for. It's six fifty seven with Bax and Nagel on Rock one hundred and two. And now Bax's view from the couch, brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, Outdoor Power Headquarters, Steel, Ego, and Craftsman. Rocky's Outdoor Power Trifecta. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you, folks? Today is payday here at Rock 102, my favorite day of the bi-weekly period. Today I get to do things like pay my bills, purchase stuff, and fulfill my many financial obligations. And while it appears as though I'm making ends meet, I can assure you that after all the garnishing, taxes, and other withholdings, it ain't all what it's cracked up to be. Especially true when I begin to compare my take-home pay to the freshly signed contract extension that was just offered to quarterback Joe Burrow of the Cincinnati Bengals. Yesterday, Joe Burrow agreed to a new deal that will make him the highest paid player in NFL history. A new five-year contract that will pay him $275 million, of which $219,010,000 is fully guaranteed. Compared to those numbers, my crappy little paycheck from the Rock 102 payroll department seems slightly less impressive, because it is. So let's take a look at how Joe Burrow's new contract differs from my own. $275 million spread out over five years means that Joe will gross approximately $55 million a year, whereas my paycheck does not. Spread out of a grueling 17-week NFL schedule, the Bengals will be paying Joe Burrow an estimated $3,235,294.11 per game. If we were to compare my weekly income spread out of the course of five shows per week, I still make significantly less than the highest paid player in NFL history. Now, can you really compare Joe Burrow's new contract with the one that I'm still legally obligated to fulfill? Maybe you can't, but I can. And while Joe Burrow's contribution to the Cincinnati Bengals offense may be more evident than the day-to-day contributions that I bring to the table, like comparing apples to something completely unrelated to any other kind of produce that you can think of, I cannot help but look at my meager paycheck and wonder, what if? No, sir, I'll be spending the weekend scratching my head trying to figure out which utility I'll pay first, the one that's due next week or the one that gives me a five-day grace period and still ruins my credit rating. Tough choice, but I'm sure I'll figure it out while Joe Burrow is busy stepping over those large piles of cash stacked up in the living room. But hey, never my yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. If you have an old deck, it's solid, it's sturdy, but what happens if it looks like absolute crap? You need to go to Rocky's for Cabot Deck Correct. 
It locks down splinters, fills cracks, and goes on easy with a standard roller. Simple. Put a good face on your bad deck with Cabot Deck Correct today from Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Who's got your back? Marcotte Ford. That's who. At Marcotte, having your back goes well beyond your purchase. You see, Marcotte knows your time is very valuable. So when you need your vehicle serviced, Marcotte goes above and beyond. Marcotte will pick up your vehicle from your home or work, service it, and then return it to you. So when Marcotte says they have your back, they have it before, during, and after your purchase. See for yourself. Get started by contacting Marcotte Ford on Main Street in Holyoke or MarcotteFord.com. See dealer for complete details. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 7-Eleven at Van Halen with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. going to be uh, rainy today. Thunderstorms uh, throughout the day. High of 86. Tomorrow, more of the same with a high of 84. It's 69. Giggity in downtown Springfield. Man, this uh, the show is getting uh, busier and busier with every passing moment. Uh, we will not only have Open Line Friday, which I refuse to give up just to make space for other people. Uh, we're going to be talking to uh, the lead singer of LFO. Uh, they're going to be playing at uh, Free Music Friday uh, tonight. Also, someone from uh, The Ride to Remember uh, around 8.50 this morning. Still got the keyword to cash. But if you got nothing going on uh, this weekend and you really want to have yourself a big fat belly laugh, great comedy show coming up this weekend uh, tonight and tomorrow night at the Loft Comedy Club in Chicopee. Is a guy who's uh, had a great career, and he's going to be spending a couple nights in town that's comedian uh kyle dunnigan and he's on the phones right now good morning kyle how are you i'm doing good how you doing we're doing terrific you're gonna be at the uh, the loft comedy club in, in chicopee is this uh, your first time in the big city yes is it a big city eh, you know if uh, if, if you're yeah. 50 60 000 people uh well, it's big enough well where are you right. from uh, I'm from Westport, Connecticut. Oh well, right yeah, yeah, it's much uh, it's much crappier than Westport. Much crappier. Oh, oh, is it? Okay. Yeah, well, it's probably more fun though. This is a lot of families yeah. here. Yeah, well, I mean, it's a it's a it's a it's a more of a blue collar type of town. You'll you know what? You're gonna love it. Anyone from Westport is gonna fit right in. Yeah, I actually I live in. I mean, I'm living in New York City right now, so I'm used to um, a lot of um, clinically. Uh, mentally ill people. So if you have that, that's good. We have plenty of <laughs> we, that. We got, in, in fact, they, they don't even they don't even let you in town unless you can uh, you show some sort of mental illness or or some sort of uh, some sort of deficiency. Okay. okay, perfect. Yeah, you're gonna be doing just fine. Actually, our local Walmart got national attention for having the most police calls to it within a year. <laughs> oh, really? That's yeah. great. Yeah, you're gonna fit okay. right in here. <laughs> That's part of the tourist. Uh, stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. No, you, you definitely want to stop by that uh, there for the uh, for the tourism. <laughs> but yeah, but actually, uh, the loft is actually a great room for for comedy. They've had uh, you know really good crowds. It's a it's a nice uh, intimate space. It's a really cool place. Okay, cool. Yeah, because I have like someone coming from like my high school, and I'm a little nervous about that. Really? Oh yeah. It, it, you, you have... Yeah, and I I think she's bringing her mother. Is, is what I heard. Oh this yeah. Is, yeah. Uh, now is this is this so it's a it's a it's a it's a woman that's coming? Yes, uh, and her mother. Yeah, <laughs> I got to take some stuff out of my show. You know what I mean? <laughs> Why you got to restrict your material because this uh, girl? Yeah, you know, yeah, I grew up with these people, and I don't want them to have any ideas. But I don't you want didn't them to know the real me. But you didn't write jokes specifically about them. No, 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 no. 
Because people, because um, people yeah. love that stuff. <laughs> oh, I know. I don't really pick on the crowd or anything. I don't want anyone to be nervous about that. Yeah. So, so you don't want to ruin your Eddie Haskell image that this woman has for you. Yes, I have. Yes, I have a very clean image. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of like I that. Actually, I got, I got actually uh, suspended in high school for doing stand up. So this is. I actually have a terrible image, actually. Were you suspended because you weren't funny or suspended because you went over five minutes? I think it was both. No, I was, <laughs> um, I was doing, I don't think it was dirty, uh, but, but it was too dirty for my school. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like yeah. The guy, the guy before me got suspended because he did, I want your sex by George Michael and he grabbed his crotch. So he got suspended. <laughs> so they were, it was like very suspend happy kind of environment. Yeah. yeah the- and then I, I think, started talking about my genitalia as like deli meat it's like you know very you know, well no i want to hear the joke now <laughs> i don't think there was much to it i think i think you know the whole joke already yeah. by what i said no that was like it was a principal in the back of the uh, the room flashing the uh, the uh, <laughs> flashing the light at the yeah, back of the room it was vice principal they have like the most power in schools i found the, the vice principals they do the suspending mostly we actually made, I mean, not to get on, like, make myself like a horrible person, but we did a senior prank where we, we made a giant uh, penis out of snow in the courtyard. It was about six <laughs> feet tall. It was very well crafted. And then we poured water on it so it would freeze. So it was this, this penisicle in the middle of the courtyard. <laughs> and in the morning, everybody is around just laughing, you know, and so this, vice principal comes out and she knew karate and she was very she let everyone know she was a brown belt in karate so she did like she started kicking it which is the funniest thing she could possibly do and she's like a roundhouse on the penis and, and couldn't move it so she went back in and just everybody could imagine her just dying laughing and then she came back out with a, a baseball bat and she knocked it down with that. Yeah. wow really hated the uh, the ice penis she she, she went the Lorena yeah, Bobbitt before, route. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, this is before people had, you know, cameras. This would have been such a great viral video. So that's one thing I'm disappointed about. Yeah, no it's one a, recorded it. It's, a, it's, a, it's, it's tough when you're just born too soon because that would have been, that's something to have remembered forever. Uh, that would have kickstarted my TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, were you, were you a good student at least? I mean, I mean, you got suspended, but I mean, as far as everything else, you're uh, decent, uh, decent in school? Yeah. I was okay. I was like, I, I couldn't, I can't read very well, so that that hurt my grades a little bit. But other than that, I, I didn't really make any more trouble. Well, you, that prepared you to be a stand-up comedian, not reading very well. Uh, I, yeah, actually, yeah. There was. It, it is interesting when you have no other choices. But uh, um, I got fired from a lot of jobs, and so I did feel like I got sort of pushed into or pushed out of, you know, like office jobs. What, what what kind of office work did you do? I worked at a Swedish bank called Svenska Handelsbanken, which is, uh, <laughs> it was a corporate bank. So I was the, I answered the phones. And then people would call in from Sweden, you know, and I would say, they wanted me to sound Swedish as part of why I got hired to so sound <laughs> Swedish. But then people would just yerp you back to me, you know, they, they go, so how's this ball? And they go, derp, derp. and I'd go, no, I'm not Swedish. I'm not Swedish. <laughs> so, Swedish. All day. That's all I did. But the husband, I know, is pretty Swedish. But, um, yeah, that was. Oh, uh, 
You were like one of those jerks that has like a like a, like a voicemail message that sounds like you're picking up the phone, but you're really not. Like, hey, how's it going? Hey, I'm not available right now. Yeah. Yeah. It was kind of like that. Yeah. I was one of those jerks. <laughs> they maybe did. I'm more interested in where you can find penisicles. <laughs> I it, really, you need an artist. Yeah. Um, do that for you. Yeah, you need a steady hand. Well, you really yeah. do. There used to be a guy in my neighborhood who used to pass those out. All the time. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're thinking of two else. different things. The guy yeah. in the white panel van, yeah. that yeah. guy? Yeah, yeah, I know him too. Yeah, yeah. sure. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle Dunnigan is going to be at the Loft Comedy Club uh, tonight and uh, Saturday night. Kyle, it's great to talk to you. Have a great time in, in Chicopee. Hey, thanks so much, guys. Take care. Thank we you. appreciate it. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 726, Sam, Paul McCartney, and Wings on Rock 102. Ah, no, that one never gets old. It's uh, going to be uh, cloudy today <laughs> with some uh, thunderstorms possible. High of 86 tomorrow. More of the same with a high of 84. It's 69, giggity, in downtown Springfield. So you know how the Patriots are uh, hosting uh, Philadelphia on Sunday? Yeah. And you know how you'll hear that uh, that game right here on Rock 102? Mm-hmm. And you know how that will postpone this week's uh, Maxi's Musical Fun Bag? Mm-hmm. Uh, be that as it may, one of the big things that's happening during the game on Sunday is during halftime, they're going to be doing this big celebration for Tom Brady. Yeah. So Tom Brady's going to be back in town. The other day, Mr. Kraft is talking about uh, you know, how excited he is because they never had a chance to say goodbye to Tom Brady in, the, in, a, in a proper way. And then he said, uh, you know, when you think about it, the NFL is 103 years old, and we were privileged to have the greatest player in the history of the game for 20% of those years right here. Uh, he he's understands that there's a, there's a time restriction, so they got to do something brief. But it's supposed to be spectacular. Now, here's my question to you. Okay, Tom Brady is going to be at the halftime ceremonies during this game. How much of it do you think CBS is going to show? I'm going to say no more than five seconds of it. You don't think so? No. And I'll tell you why. Because that halftime show, with all the yap-yap and the chatting between uh, all of them, you know, between... Yeah. Uh, you know, JB and Boomer and, you know, Bill Cower and uh, what have you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's like currency to CBS. They would rather have those guys talk than spend two or three minutes of a celebration of Tom Brady's uh, magnificent career. I bet you you see hardly any of it at all. Um, I don't know. I, I think that it's an important enough uh, display right. that they would air it. And I agree with you. Yeah. And I think they'll air a part of it. But I think it'll be very brief, like briefer than the actual ceremony itself. Because there's so they got other money invested in their stupid little halftime show. Well, that's usually how uh, major corporations work. Uh, listen, I, I already have my money invested in these idiots. I can't put my camera on that idiot mm-hmm. for five minutes. We were talking about it last night. I mean, we'd love to see the celebration of Tom Brady's uh, terrific career. There's got to be, like... But where are you going to see that? You probably can go online and see it. There's got to be a feed somewhere where you can watch that yeah, whole thing. There, there probably will be. But will most people see it on CBS on Sunday? I'm going to say probably not all of it. I used to watch uh, baseball uh, on the internet years ago. Sure. Because uh, I couldn't afford cable. You know, to, uh, at the time we've all been there, and I would uh, go on my roommate's computer and watch the the baseball games, like the playoffs and all that stuff. And sure. you can always find something. This was like a broadcast camera that was only one angle. <laughs> okay. It was one angle from behind home plate, right? So you can kind of figure out what's going on. You can't hear any of the uh, the, the the announcers or anything like that. 
But, you you know, you can follow along with a baseball game. You could probably find the same thing for the Tom Brady cam. But by the time I actually <laughs> find it, it'll all be over. Yes. Because, again, it's going to be a brief ceremony. But, you know, his family's coming in. The kids are coming in. Yeah. Everybody that loves Tom Brady is going to be there. Everybody knows him personally apart from his ex-wife and, you know, like that, uh, or you know, Bridget Moynihan may not show yeah, up, yeah, but everybody, everybody that he has not wronged in his life is going to be there. And you know, you'd like to think that, you know, everybody in New England will get a chance to enjoy all of it. I'm just concerned that we'll enjoy none of it. You probably won't. You don't deserve to. Probably not. Well, you shunned the guy out to Tampa. It wasn't our fault. We we were not the ones that pushed him away. Well, Bob Kraft did. I don't know even know about that. It's well, uh, sure there's money involved. We got news coming up next to Rock 102. Here's your with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Technicians get up to five thousand dollar sign on bonus right now. Learn more at GaryRomeHyundai.com slash family. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Where police? Where police? Where police are warning uh, residents after several vehicles were broken into overnight. They noted that the break-ins were reported in Ware, Palmer, and Warren, and the incidents the incidents may be linked to the same individual or individuals. Where police? Their police? Are urging people to keep your vehicles locked overnight and make sure you don't store valuables in your car. If you've been a victim uh, or have any information about these incidents, you're asked to call the where police. Where police? Their police. That was the only reason we did that story. Are you sure? I get broken into all the time. Uh, This is nothing new. You should lock your car anyway. Yeah, I do. Anyway, I, I lock my car, and then I have it booby-trapped. Well, Cohen uh, got his car stolen because he didn't lock it. He left the keys in it. Here, take my car. Yeah. I don't care. I'll get another one. Why don't you just leave the doors open, too? Because we have one more opportunity for someone to rip that, rip you off. He's not very bright. You know, I don't know if that's uh, fair to say because uh, there are times when the whole building is full of kind of dumb people. Is that every day? <laughs> well, not everybody. Uh, uh, two teenagers are facing charges after a gun arrest earlier this week in Chicopee. At 8 p.m. on Monday night, officers were called to Granby Road for a report of a disturbance involving a gun. When police arrived on scene, they saw a black Nissan Sentra speeding out of the parking lot. The reporting party pointed out the car and told police that the driver allegedly had a gun. The officer tried to stop the car, but the driver refused to pull over. Eventually, the car stopped and both the driver and passenger were removed. While searching for the gun, police reportedly found several bags of marijuana, along with other drugs. 19-year-old Everett Sexton of Chicopee and 19-year-old Caden Bertolasio of Springfield were both arrested and are facing several gun and drug-related charges. Bertolasio is uh, facing an additional charge of failing to stop for police. He's fighting that one, though. The drugs, the guns. Yeah, sure, I got all that stuff. But I pulled over in a timely fashion. Yeah, I, mean, I was pulling over into a lighted area, so I, we both could be safe, it, officer. That's why it took so long for me to find the right place to pull over. That's right. Uh, Westfield. Nine seniors from the Westfield Technical Academy participated in the heat this week in the Massachusetts Pre-Apprenticeship and Vocational Training Program sponsored by the Mass DOT through a grant from the Federal Highway Administration. For the past several years, students in the program have been working on digging up the broken slate entrance to the school at 33 Smith Avenue in Westfield to prepare for pouring concrete slabs under the auspices of uh, program director Jeffrey Cathcart and lead instructor Thomas Lennon. 
WATA Career Technical Education Director Peter Tomlis said they're almost done with the entrance and uh, with one more area of slate to dig up and replace. Hey, teaching kids how to be DOT guys. All right, kids. <laughs> we just need one of you to go in that hole over there. And then the rest of you, you stand around the hole and you talk to each other. And drink coffee while it happens. Yeah. And then, uh, and then ask the guy in the hole, is it hot down there? All right, so who wants to be the first one in the hole? Oh, I'll go. There you go. Yeah, all, all right, right all right, Jimmy. Come on over here, Jimmy. You get in that hole, and you start digging. The rest of you, how do you like your coffees? Uh, Lodge regular from Duncan. <laughs> it's uh, pumpkin spice season. Let's go with the coffees. <laughs> <laughs> They're all ripping through a box of munchkins. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ripping through a box of munchkins. Uh, How's oh. it going in that hole down there? All right, kids. Here's your here's your here's a lesson on day one. <laughs> your lunch is supposed to fall between twelve and one. If you go to twelve fifteen and you haven't gotten your lunch yet, but you take your lunch at twelve sixteen, you can then put down a half hour overtime. <laughs> now, if you do that for a whole month, who yeah. wants to tell me how many hours of overtime they'll get over the course of thirty days? Yeah. Now tomorrow's class we'll talk about things you can take home without anybody noticing. <laughs> Johnson, is that a yeah. is that a jackhammer in your briefcase? Yeah, you can't take something big like that out. You gotta take a screwdriver or a hammer. Some auger bits. Yeah, grab your auger bits. bits. Yeah, yeah. All right, now clock out and tell everybody you had a hard day at work. <laughs> <laughs> Remind everybody this is yeah, your busy season. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this uh, there's a story on Mass Live uh, this morning from Patrick O'Connor. Uh, he does these, uh, he does these things. Um, he usually does th- these pieces where he says, I ate this. So you don't, you don't have, have to. to. Yeah. Right? right. Well, he didn't say, he didn't say, I don't have to. In this one, it says, uh, Patrick O'Connor, I took a walk to see what danger Holyoke kids from Lyman Terrace might find on the way to school. So no, you don't have yeah, to. But he didn't write that. <laughs> he didn't write that. Cause he knows they're going to have to. He doesn't even know how to walk to the store, said a Holyoke grandmother whose eight-year-old grandson must walk from their home in the Lyman Terrace apartments to get to uh, Marcella Kelly Elementary School. Up until this year, students in the neighborhood took bus rides to the school because of construction on the Lyman Street Bridge. However, the construction was recently completed, and Lyman Terrace uh, falls under the mile marker for walkers, meaning elementary school students must now get a ride or walk the .7-mile route. Hmm. It's not about the distance, said the grandmother, whose grandchild has special needs. It's about the safety. On the route, students walk alongside two busy roads with residential and commercial traffic. They must pass over two canals, one where a young man drowned several years back when he fell from a nearby train trestle into the water. The canal is deep, and its stone walls are slippery, and without ladders, making it extremely dangerous for people who fall in. On the uh, two canal bridges, three-foot-high barriers separate walkers from the water below. On the morning I walked the route, two police cars came speeding down Lyman Street towards Main Street. At the intersection, the crossing signal was broken with a gray plastic bag covering the button. (sighs) Yeah, I could see why that's an issue for people letting their kids walk to school. Hmm. It's not about that it's only .7 miles from the house. It's about the fact that if you don't even have a working crosswalk mm-hmm. for the kid to cross the street in a busy city, 
Yeah. Then why isn't that stuff being fixed? You know, Mayor Garcia, for his for his part, says, you know, they're having budgetary issues and they can't afford, you know, transportation to all these kids. Right. Okay, but you can still fix the things that are that are that are out of order, make you know, crosswalks more visible or things like that. You know, it's it's just going to take one lawsuit to change all that after some unfortunate incident where some kid winds up getting hurt or you know or or something awful happens. Yeah. And then they're going to have to to do it anyway. So why not take the aggressive approach and just try to fix it now? Yeah. Yeah, you know, just that's the thing. They're showing all these different, uh, along Bower Street, paths lead down to the train tracks where trains pass several times a day. There's no fences keeping the kids off the tracks. And yeah. The kids use that as a cut through. You know, I guess they were, uh, earlier this week, you were talking about, you know, I, I ate this so you don't have to, about that, that kid in Worcester, the 14-year-old kid that ate the uh, the uh, the one chip challenge. Yeah. Packy, the uh, the maker of that uh, of the tortilla chip, has just pulled those things off the market. I wish I had bought one the other day. I know because they're probably going to be worth like three hundred bucks on eBay now. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if you want. If you if you spent three hundred bucks in this chip, you should be ashamed of yourself. Yeah, but that's what people do. I know people buy rainwater from the Taylor Swift concert for three hundred dollars. You're not. Gonna, they're going to buy a death chip. Yeah, but those are the raindrops that fell off her body. It's not even the good raindrops. It doesn't even matter. Yeah, but those people, are the ones that are more valuable. P- people are stupid, and they will pay for money to be part of some celebrity's, uh, you know, <sighs> inner circle somehow. Good luck with that. Uh, so yeah, they're 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 showing all these different pictures of all the dangerous uh, things that these kids are encountering. Oh, and they get to walk by a roadside memorial where somebody died crashing into a fence hmm. last year. Okay, that's that's, yeah. that's always comforting on your way to school. Yeah, it's perfectly safe, kids. Well, what about this roadside memorial over here? Ah, it's no big deal. Some guy just ran off the road and into a fence and died last year. It's okay. Don't worry about it. <laughs> it's just like you like why why do you sub- subject children to things like this? I don't know. Did you ever have to walk to school when you were a kid? I never. I never did because we lived too far away from the school i i walked as a kid there were like several blocks when i was a like an elementary school kid in attleboro and uh if you if you you know and back in like you know the early 70s i suppose it was perfectly fine for a couple of young second and third graders to i, I know i would have been first or second grader to to, to walk to school from uh, from where i lived but if you went to that neighborhood today that neighborhood looks like uh, like a gauntlet of of, uh, of sex offenders. It's, yeah. it's like that's the kind of neighborhood this has become. Yeah, it's the same thing in uh, in Holyoke. You want these uh, people just lurking in the shadows and these little dark alleys, yep. and popping out, going, "Hey, kids!" <laughs> just, just nothing but creeps living right next to each other on that route. Because they're showing some of these uh, things in the pictures, and it's like, wow, that is kind of like out of sight. Like yeah. nobody would see you if you were in that area. Uh, I think we should probably, we have an interview coming yeah, up. Yeah, we have to wrap it up. wrap it up, I guess. Uh, your Pioneer Valley forecast today, going to be uh, cloudy with some rain showers, high of 86. Tomorrow, more of the same with a high of 84. It's 69, giggity, in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Aw, oh, yeah. I assure you that our war on crime will continue. 
Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 750. And Billy Idol with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Going to be uh, rainy today. Uh, thunderstorms possible. High of 86. It's 69 in downtown Springfield. I'm going to pretend I didn't hear any of that and assume that there will be no rain or thunderstorms during a Free Music Friday tonight at the MGM Plaza because I'm the one who's supposed to be introducing LFO tonight. In fact, on the phone right now from LFO is, uh, is Brad Fischetti. Good morning, Brad. How are you? Hey, good morning, guys. How's it going over there? Very, very good. Now, you know, these are we've been uh, seeing local bands uh, come through here. I mean, that you guys, LFO has sold millions of records, and you're from New Bedford, so that's pretty cool. Well, yeah, actually, one of the guys is from New Bedford, and the other one, uh, Rich Cronin, uh, he's from Kingston, Mass., so not too far from here either. So we... You know, we definitely have our foundations in, in the New England area, so it's just uh, it's amazing to be back here uh, today playing the show with Free Music Friday. It's going to be it's going to be a good time. Now, hopefully, whoever uh, the naysayers saying it's going to rain today that that's kind of it's kind of a mean thing to say first thing in the morning, don't you think? No, man, mean thing to say. You know say. what? Uh, meteorologists and anyone who follows weather are primarily the biggest jerks alive. Yeah. So I wouldn't listen to anything coming out of those guys' mouths. Well, here's how it goes, man. I Every day I read a forecast, and every day we have a meteorologist read a forecast, and they're two completely different <laughs> forecasts. <laughs> because I get my weather from Google, and he gets his from a... Doppler 9000 or yeah. something like that. I don't know. <laughs> Who are you going to believe? I'm believing you, man. Yeah, oh, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate very, very it. It's going to be uh, sunshine and roses tonight here. Now, we were just uh, yeah. we were just talking off the air here because uh, you know, LFO is, is not necessarily something that you would expect to be uh, to be on a classic rock station, but then Steve brought up a very very good point, Steve. Yeah, your your music <laughs> is just about old enough to be featured here on a classic rock station, <laughs> sir. Yeah, so basically, you're saying I'm I'm really old, and I'm I'm cool with that, man. Listen, but my in my in my mind, as I imagine your listeners listening, and they go, "What the ever is this boy band doing on my station?" And they're like, they're like sticking forks in their ears. You know what I mean? Listen, man, so I, I, I you know, my, I was only 22 when Summer Girls came out, and now I'm 44. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you you know you're you're kind of old too, man, but. But you know, my uh, my band—they're a bunch of old guys, so yeah. they'll love it. Yeah. yeah. So if anybody uh, has a thing against the uh, the boy bands, then come see my band because they're great musicians. Now, now you're not dancing and, uh, on stage in walkers and uh, like uh, say, like orthopedic shoes or anything like that. You mean? You know, it's funny. I, I I joke with my wife that I'll be like 80 years old with a cane and I'll come on down the stage. I go, Hey, everybody, where's the summer girls at? <laughs> so far. So far, we're in pretty. I'm in pretty good shape. Um, you know, my both my band members, Rich and Devin, unfortunately passed away, and yeah. uh, so I do my best every night to, to honor Rich and honor Devin and nurture their legacy. And then tonight is actually today is actually Rich's Rich's anniversary when he did pass back in 2010. Oh wow! So it's going to be a it's going to be a very poignant. Um, experience. I mean, anything I do with the name LFO on it is always to honor Rich, honor Devin, and that's the legacy. And tonight's show is with the full band. It's a show I call the LFO story, where I tell the story from 1974, when Rich was born, till today. Play music that inspired us, music of the time, including some classic rock. We're playing some Skinner and some Teddy tonight. To be Sweet. Honest with you. Yeah, and then um, and then play our own music and just tell a lot of personal stories about the guys and and what the experience was like. So it's, it's really going to be a fun time. Anybody yeah. who loves music, even if you hate the boy band, uh, um, it's going to be a great time. 
I wanted to say I'm I'm really sorry that you had to endure uh, endure those experiences of of losing your uh, your your fellow bandmates. Um, that that has that has got to be. I mean, to do do you feel their presence when you when you when you go out and perform uh, nowadays? Uh, At every show, no doubt about it. Yeah, I mean, without without you know without their intercession of some kind, there's no chance. Um, I could do this, you know, and it's so it's it's a very there's some days where I just say it's too much. It's too like emotionally. It just it just yeah. really drains me sometimes. But, you know, somehow through great struggle comes great grace. And I'm trying to do what these guys would want me to do. And that is to 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 keep the legacy alive. The fans have been extraordinarily supportive of reliving their high school days and their middle school days and their college days and been very it's been a very humbling experience well here's uh, here's here's the good news brad okay if let's okay. just say hypothetically it's not rain. Let, but let's just say it does rain okay let's just say hypothetically it rains 10 years ago you probably would have you'd be stuck in springfield with absolutely nothing to do but if it rains yeah. and you can't perform today there's so much to do while you're here. I, you know that uh, that it's the city is going to wind up welcoming you, welcoming you with open arms, one way or another. Yeah, it sounds like there's a. Uh, you guys were talking about a crosswalk where the button doesn't work, so maybe I can check that out. Oh, right, yeah. that's it. But that's that's a couple towns away. You, uh, you'd be perfectly safe walking across uh, the street in Springfield. We got a brand new CVS. You're gonna <laughs> love it. <laughs> Are you serious? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. no, yeah, we got him. Big and fancy. Yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. Kid- photo lab. Kitty corner from the Wahlburgers. You're gonna love. Yeah, it. Yeah, you're gonna love it down there. Well, you know, Rich Cronin loved CVS's. He'd have to go in and find the aisle where it said "as seen on TV," and he'd buy every <laughs> single thing on the shelf. So that's that's appropriate. <laughs> oh, there, there you go. And you know what? Uh, you know, when you are 80 years old and you're doing that PBS special. Your bandmates will be laughing at you from above, going, "Ah, he's still singing that song after all these years." I sure hope so, man. That would be perfect. LFO is going to be playing tonight at uh, the MGM Plaza Free Music Friday. I'll be there with the road crew. We'll introduce you guys. It'll be a lot of fun. I hope we get hope we get the show going tonight. It's gonna be gonna be a lot of fun. Hey, guys, thanks so much for your time. Look forward to meeting you tonight. You thanks, bet. Brad, Brad Frischetti from uh, LFO. It's uh, 757 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Would you mind saying that again? Rock 102. And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Outdoor Power Headquarters. Steel, Ego, and Craftsman. Rocky's Outdoor Power Trifecta. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, I'll be honest. I don't really have all day to watch an entire tennis match on a Thursday night. I got a lot of things going on. Are you kidding? My day is stacked. Eating lunch, watching TikTok videos, playing Candy Crush. There are some levels that can take me all week to finish. So when the U.S. Open semifinals are on TV, I would like to watch them uninterrupted. What I do not care to see is a bunch of tree-hugging hippies interrupting the match with their environmental protests. Yesterday, the semifinal match between Coco Goff and Karolina Mukova was interrupted by four protesters who delayed the match at Arthur Ashe Stadium for a full 49 minutes. Why did it take that long? Because this wasn't some random anti-fossil fuel demonstration. This was a calculated protest in which one of the protesters decided to glue their bare feet to a concrete floor. It took more than six police officers and several medical professionals to remove the guy with the glue, as well as the other members of the protest, who apparently forgot their buckets of glue in the car. Eventually, the match resumed and Coco would go on to win in two sets. Now listen, 
I realize that as Americans, we all share in the constitutional right to free speech. But the same constitutional right that allows you to gather with friends and stage a protest that involves gluing your feet to the floor is the same constitutional right that allows me to say that your protest was stupid. Sure, I get it. You don't like the industrial mining of fossil fuels draining the planet of its natural resources. That makes sense. You know what doesn't make sense? Taking off your Birkenstocks and gluing your feet to the ground. To me, that puts the mental in environmental. The other thing that doesn't make sense is why you and your dopey friends waited until the U.S. Open semifinals to act like a bunch of disruptive jackasses. Couldn't you have gotten the same result gluing yourself to the floor of the parking garage? I would certainly think so, and you wouldn't have wasted 49 minutes of people's time. That may sound insensitive to some of you people, but I can assure you I'm just flexing my constitutional right to call these people out on a poorly executed protest, because that is what being an American is all about. But hey, enough of my yappings. Sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Going to the Big E? Who is it? First, you want to go to Rocky's, the pre-sale ticket partner of the Big E. You buy discount Big E tickets up until September 13th. Then Rocky's will have regular price Big E tickets for you after that. The official hardware store of the Big E is Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Tomorrow. Uh, more of the same with a high of 84. It's 69 giggity in downtown Springfield. All right, now before we get into the stuff we're about to get into, yep. uh, I have to announce today's keyword for cash, okay? Yes. All right? Go ahead. Uh, the uh, the cash, uh, the, the word for today, your chance to win $1,000 is the word money. That's money. M-O-N-E-Y. Go to the keyword to cash contest page on rock102.com. Enter money for your chance to win 1000 bucks. You'll have until midnight tonight to enter the word for your chance to win $1,000. Again, the, the word is money, M-O-N-Y. Good luck from Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. All right, let's and do it. now, live from the Richard Grieco Studios in East Long Meadow, Massachusetts, it's Open, Open Live that is the number for Open Line Friday. Now, let me just uh, put up the guardrails here and tell you that I will not tolerate profanity of any way and hate speech. You want to go onto the Kellogg Crew show and do that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, you go there, definitely. Or that, other, or that other guy. That other guy. They love that stuff, yeah. but not here. Anywhere else but here. So, again, 293-1021. The phones are wide open. There was somebody calling there for like the longest time. Yeah, but then they, oh, they gave up. Uh, up oh, oh, hey! Hey! Uh, Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? Hey, this is Paulie Mack. Hey, Paulie, what's up? Hey, I'm Jimmy Mack's brother. Oh, okay. All right, Doc cool. Conklin. Oh, that's, that's cool. Very cool. What's up? What can we do for you? How are you guys doing today? We're doing all right. You're hanging in there. I hope the weather doesn't spoil our plans this weekend. I'm bidding... Hoping for another nice weekend, but, you know, sometimes you just can't get it. Well, you know, that's why I, I, I said to the guy from LFO, Brad, that, uh, you know, sometimes uh, meteorologists and uh, weather guys are uh, kind of jerks. You know, they fill you a lot of in- phony information. Uh, it's often false. Yeah. But I don't judge anything until. How about, that? How about that Kelly Reardon? Ooh, nothing wrong with that, though. Yeah. You're right about she's that. She's not around here anymore, though. No. But she's and she's married too, I think. Yeah, she's married. Yeah, we're moving on to Abby Carnavalli or yeah, whatever. That's, that's yeah, that's that's nothing wrong with that either. Yeah, right, right. All right, well, thank you very much. We appreciate the call. Have a good weekend.
You guys have a great weekend. See ya. Uh, all too. right. Uh, Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? Steve, how are you this morning, guys? Uh, good. Uh, what uh, What can we do for you? Well, I was just calling in for the open lines, um, and uh, I thought I heard you guys spell the name money wrong, or the word money wrong. No, no, it's M-O-N-E-Y. That's, uh, that is the uh, the word today. I completely agree with you, but I think as you were sneaking in at the, at the end there, I don't think you added the E. I might be wrong. I was listening quick, but just putting it out there. Well, you know why? Because I had Moni Moni in my head, and I've been yeah. singing that in my head all week long. Yeah. And that's probably why you know, I may have messed that up. I, I thought so, too, but I want to just bring that out there because you guys do such a great job. Keep it up. All right. All right. Well, thank Thanks. you very much for, uh, for pointing out my mistakes. Uh, Rock 102, <laughs> good morning. Who's this? Petey up in Greenfield. How are you guys doing? Listen, I won't talk your ear off because I know you're trying to facilitate the show and everything. Quick, funny joke. Hopefully it's funny. Guy goes to the gym. He asks the gym instructor, can you help me get in shape? The gym instructor says back to him, well, let me ask you first, how flexible are you? The guy says, well, I can't make it on Tuesdays. Ah, I see what you yeah. did. <laughs> yeah, it's a good By joke. By the way, I was the guy, I'll tell you real quick, I was the guy that was calling forever during the Scorpions. Dax, I just wanted to personally thank you for that view from the couch. You scream to every string in my heart. People got a right to assemble, but holy cow. It's like the world we grew up in is gone. So thank you so much. I'll you're, let you guys get on with your show. You you rock. Thank you're, you. You're very welcome. Uh, thank uh, you, you very much. How about that? I yield my time to the gentleman from East Longmeadow. <laughs> Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? Good morning, Bax. This is Bill from Springfield. How are you today? Good, Bill. How are you? Good. Steve, how are you today, my friend? Nice to talk to you guys. Hey, I just want to give a shout-out to you guys. Keep up the good work. You guys um, make me laugh every morning here at work. And, uh, Steve, you got to come up with some good stuff for that Kardashian stuff some more because everybody here at work loves it. We listen to it every morning, oh, and uh, we just we just want you to know that you keep up the good work on that, and uh, hopefully uh, you come up with some good stuff you know, for the, us to the, make the, us laugh every morning. The weird thing about that is it's the stupidest thing I do. It's like, you know, if you told me uh, I really can't do it for the rest of my uh, time here, then I'd be like, all right, whatever. Then we'll just move on to something else. But so many people like that. It's but oh, it's yeah. but it's two extremes. You get a bunch of people that really love it, and then you get all these other people who are like, "Oh my god, I can't stand that thing. Why do you do that? How long are you gonna drag that out?" And the funny part about it is, those are the people yeah. we appreciate the most. Yeah, the, the fact is, uh, she's kind of she's kind of dirty gal, and yeah. she'll be doing all kinds of stuff uh, until the day she dies. Not anything wrong with that? Hey, we we appreciate. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. Thank you so much, Thank guys. You. Back. Good luck on your Green Bay Packers, and you tell Pat Kelly that Bill Springer says, "Good luck with his uh, Cowboys." I'm a diehard Giants fan, so All right. there you I'll, go. I'll, you pass that along. I will. Thank, Thank you, you, Bill. So, right. Thank you. Bye bye. You bet. Uh, Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? Hey, it's Patrick from Andover, hey, Connecticut. Oh, okay. Ooh, Andover, Connecticut. What can we do for you, Patrick? Yeah. Hey, I just want to say. I listen to you guys all the time. I, I drive a truck for work, and uh, you guys are awesome, and you always make the morning. No, oh, thank you. Well, thank you. And um, I just want to give a shout-out to all the truck drivers out there, keeping the wheels turning. Keep it greasy side down, guys, all right? 
Yeah. Right. Keep it up time. Keep your hands on your trucker clocks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Have a good day, guys. All right. You too. Uh, Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? This is Brian. Hey, Brian. What's up? I just want to see if my phone was working. Thank you. All right. No problem. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? <laughs> Rock 102, who's this? Yeah. yeah. All right, well, listen, you're going to gonna. I can't wait forever. Rock 102, good morning, who's this? Good morning, it's Linda. How are you? Very Hi, Linda. good, Linda. How are you? I'm well, thanks. Listen, I'm just calling to let you guys know that I've been listening to you guys for over 20 years. And uh, as much as it made me sad to see uh, John leave, I just want to say I think that that you and Steve make an even better dynamic duo. So huzzah to you both, and thank you for all the laughs. Well, thank you, Linda. I appreciate that. Thank you. Compliments pay my bills every day. Thank you so much. (laughs) (laughs) Bye-bye. Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? Good morning. Hi, my name is Karen from Enfield, Connecticut. How you doing? Good, Good, Karen. Karen. What can we do for you? Hey, I just want to say I love you guys. You make my morning drive from home from work the best. All right. Well, well, well thank you. you. No problem, Karen. Well, yeah. I thought you were going to ask to speak to the manager or something. <laughs> she wouldn't be dialing this. Would not be dialing this number. Yeah. Right. All right. Thanks, Karen. Have a good weekend. Uh, Rock one hundred and two. Oh, come on now. Come yeah, on. We've got a bunch of people. They all hung up. Uh, Rock one hundred and two. Good morning. Is this? Wouldn't you? Yeah. Hi. This is Bill from Milltown. Hey, Bill. What's up? Not much. How you doing? I just got a quick one for you. Do you know why uh, Bob Barker died at the right age of ninety nine? Why? Because that's the closest you can get to a 100. Oh! There you go. I've never heard that. <laughs> <laughs> Have a good weekend. Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? Hey, guys. It's Dad Joe Chet from Palmer. Oh, hey, Dad Joe Chet. Chet. What's up, buddy? Hey, nice to hear you guys. Uh, nice to hear uh, you. Thank you. I haven't heard of Vince the Plumber today, so I would like to give a couple shout-outs. Um, <laughs> Sammy over at the Duncan on uh, North Main Street in Palmer. Yep. And uh, the other Tammy up at the Duncan on the entrance to the pipe. There you go. <laughs> Your the name two Tammies. The, t- the, tale of, the twin Tammies. Yeah, the tale of two There's Tammies. There's one at every Duncan. Yeah, there is. Go ahead. What's up? Here, you All right, here we go. Uh, I ordered a book about puns last week, but I didn't get it. <laughs> I got that. Thank you. Yeah. And, um, of course, last week was tough. I've been hit by the same bike three times in a week. It's a vicious cycle. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And this one's a little little awkward to admit, but uh, last week I bought a wig from the dollar store. But it was a small price to pay. Thank you very much, guys. Oh, all right. That's okay. it. Okay. Very all right. Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? Hey, this is uh, Frank. How you doing? Good, Frank. What's up? Oh, I got a joke for you guys. All right. All we're right. ready. All right. Well, you want it now? Yeah, yeah. that would be helpful. Yeah, sure. Oh, okay. Uh, why don't girls drink their beer on the beach? Why don't girls drink beer on the beach? They don't want to get sand in their sled. Are you sure you didn't hear that here? Yeah, and I, said, I might have heard that somewhere. Yeah, I you might have said it yourself. Yeah, I think I might have said it myself, but that's okay. <laughs> Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? Why don't... Good morning. This is Chris. How are you? Good, Chris. What's up? 
Uh, speaking of Bob Barker, you know, what if his entrance into the heaven was just based on a giant Linko game just because St. Peter was feeling a little sacky that day? I guess uh, you could try a Plinko game to get into heaven. Yeah, you, you, you it, I'm sure this, I'm sure that's possible. It's a big one of those life's big mysteries. All right, all right, Thanks, guys. Thank you, uh, Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? It's Big Al from Agawam. What's up, Big Al? Hey, I just want you guys to do me a favor and like don't talk about food for a while. Why? I'm, I'm getting high cholesterol just by listening. To you guys. <laughs> Well, we we have important debates to to, to yeah. settle here. Whether or not ketchup is good on a hot dog, uh, whether or not uh, fried onions belong on a hot dog, and all kinds of other good. Uh, ketchup is always good on a hot. dog. All right, get off, get off all my right, phone. That's, that's it. We're not going to listen to that kind of foolishness. Rock one hundred and two. Good morning. Who's this? Uh, this is Derek from Plumpton and Hills. Uh, my boy Vinny's always giving me Vinny the Plumber's always giving me shout outs. Yeah. Did he I die because he didn't call in this morning? <laughs> Oh, I'm sure he's trying to get through. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure he's been blocked out. All right. Yeah. I got some dad jokes for you guys this morning. Oh, okay. Uh, All right. Plimpton guys got some dad jokes. Go ahead. Go for it. What do you uh, What do you call the boss at Old McDonald's Farm? What? The C-I-E-I-O. Ah. <laughs> you got any more? What does a karate master get rewarded with while driving? What does a karate master get rewarded with while driving? A seatbelt. Oh, I got it. Like there, you go. Yeah, there you go. Belt. All right. Sure. Okay. All right. <laughs> I got one more. One more. What's the What's the king of all school supplies? I don't know. The ruler. Well, <laughs> nice try. Yeah, he's uh, still He's still laughing at himself. Yeah. Having yeah, the time of his life over there. Good, I mean, it was a good effort. You're no dad joke, Chet from Palmer. No, but, but, uh, but you're no, you're working no. on it. Yeah, you you got to work up to it. You'll get there though. All right. Thanks, All right. guys. Have right. a great day. All right, Thanks, you, you too. too. All right. Yeah. Well, I think uh, I think that probably does it. Yeah, say? hey, that was successful. Yeah, moderately so. And nobody swore. Nobody did anything stupid. Well, I wouldn't say that. Well, we did by opening up the phone. <laughs> It's 823 on Rock 102. Junior It's uh, 825 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Uh, it is going to be uh, cloudy today and, and thunderstorms possible throughout the day. High of 87. Tomorrow, more of the same with a high of 84. It's 71 right now in downtown Springfield. Uh, very quickly, uh, Baxi's musical uh, podcast this week. My guest has been Nina Antonio, the rock biographer who wrote a book about uh, Johnny Thunders in Cold Blood. Back in 1987, it's been reissued, a whole bunch of new chapters in it to talk about not only his life and his career with the New York Dolls, but also about his mysterious death at the age of 38. It's a really fascinating story. You'll be able to hear that uh, on anywhere you find podcasts. And then next week, Richard Lloyd from television is uh, going to be joining me. He's coming to uh, the Parlor Room in Northampton, I believe, uh, next week. So make sure you're listening for that. Available on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud. Uh, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and rock102.com, all brought to you by ZM Home Buyers and Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. You should interview that uh, Sir Chloe I saw last night. Uh, you know, I've, uh, I've interviewed my share of up-and-comers, too. It was like uh, the, my, my perspective of it, uh, again, I, I don't crap on anybody who likes the type of music. Sure. But she looked like, um, the lead singer looked like, Winona Ryder and Beetlejuice. Okay. Uh, but then, like, just had this very melancholy, like, talk. Like, like she was like, it's really exciting to be here. Well, like, uh, that kind of thing. 
Winona Ryder was kind of melancholy in that film, too. In the film, but yeah. this person does this all the time. This, well, you know, uh, this yeah, lead singer. Sure, a lot of that is for the for the performance. I'm sure she's very animated when she's off stage. I, I don't know about that. You don't think so? No, I, I don't know. I don't know. Some of those emo kids, when you get uh, when you get all the black makeup off and the sadness and everything, yeah. they're actually quite hilarious. And and as I said earlier, as much as I enjoyed the show, I did feel like the uh, the bodyguard dad <laughs> for all the other people. <laughs> kids that were at the show sure I, like cause it, i tower over everybody when you're in a situation like that where, where you like there's a bunch of like 20 21 year olds just all in a group together right i tower over all of them so i look like the the, the big bouncer I, i'm surprised somebody didn't ask me and go hey have you seen my uh, friend's phone you know, like there's some guy mouthing off at yeah, the bartender. Yeah, can you uh, can you take care of that guy over there? He's really being a jerk. <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm gonna be more of a narc. Yeah, right. I saw your boyfriend ha- ha- panting the Long Island iced teas behind the counter over there. So you're not pulling kids out of the bathroom for sniffing glue or anything like that? <laughs> no, no. But I kind of felt like I should have. <laughs> you know, that's a good night. It is a good night. We have news coming up next. A Rock 102. Here's your Western Mass News first alert forecast. Humid with cloudy skies this morning, giving way to some sunshine. There'll be some afternoon showers and thunderstorms around. A few could be on the strong to severe side. It's hot again today with temperatures in the upper 80s to near 90. Any showers and storms end this evening. Clouds linger overnight, some patchy fog, temperatures in the 60s. For tomorrow, clouds giving way to a little bit of sunshine, a morning shower, a few showers and a thunderstorm in the afternoon. It's not as hot, but it remains humid with temps in the mid-80s. And for Sunday, mostly cloudy with scattered showers, an afternoon thunderstorm. It's humid with highs in the upper 70s. With your Western Mass News First Alert forecast, I'm meteorologist Dan Brown. The Free Music Friday concert series wrapping up tonight at MGM Springfield. Join me in the road crew from 7 to 9. You can enjoy live music fun and food trucks it's going to be a great night to see the music of lfo with their number one smash hit summer girls if you've never been to a free music friday show tonight is it the mgm plaza do yourself a favor you will have an absolute blast check out what else mgm has in store in the next couple of weeks and the months ahead by going over to mgmspringfield.com it's free music friday tonight this friday this evening at mgm springfield Help us welcome WinRome to the family. Lease a 2023 Tucson SE All-Drive for 378 or get 0% for 36 months. Get a $75 rebate, lease a 2023 Ionic 5 SEL All-Wheel Drive for 383 or buy and get a $5,000 rebate or 1.99% for 72 months. We have hundreds of new Hyundais on the ground. All Hyundais come with three years of complimentary maintenance and America's best warranty, 10 years or 100,000 miles, and order assurance. GaryRomeHyundai.com, 150 Whiting, Crowns Road, Holyoke. See dealer for details. Violent crime in Springfield is on the rise. I'm Brian Santanello, and I'm running for Springfield City Council, and I have a plan to reduce crime. Implement walking police patrols in all our neighborhoods and increase community policing. Clean up our vacant lots and abandoned buildings and improve our street lighting. Please vote Brian Santanello for Springfield City Council. Let's make Springfield a safer place to live. Paid for by the Santanello Committee. I'm attorney John Heyman. As a member of the motorcycle community for over 30 years, I know, even when riding in the right, accidents still happen. If you've gone down, we'll pick you up. Call 1-800-HEYMAN or visit heymanlaw.com. 
831 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's time for news, and it is brought to you by Big Y, your family market. Sign up today and save with the My Big Y digital account. It's more than food. It's My Big Y. Visit your local Big Y today. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Thanks, Bax. The city of Springfield welcomed its newest firefighters to the force yesterday. A special badge pinning ceremony was held at the Sullivan Safety Complex. Nine new recruits were sworn in and received their badges. These recruits recently graduated from 10 weeks at the fire academy. 22 News spoke with one firefighter about what he's looking uh, forward to most in his career. He said he loves the city of Springfield. I grew up in the city of Springfield, so it feels good to give back to my community, and I love the thrill of uh, firefighting. That's uh, firefighter Joey uh, Carbone. Uh, There are currently 274 uniformed firefighters in the city. The newest class of recruits will begin at the fire academy in January. So weird that we haven't uh, seen any comments from uh, Droopy Monty, <clears throat> like at all. Yeah. Well, you think he's uh, yeah laying low because he's uh, he doesn't like uh, maybe he doesn't like the name Droopy Monty. Ooh, they're calling me Droopy Monty again. Oh, no, we had nine students graduate yesterday. We are blissfully excited about the new recruit. There was $5,000 in damage done to that house yesterday. <laughs> the insurance company is going to be not paid. The cause of the fire is uh, not yet revealed. Um, Maybe he's retired. <laughs> you know, we, we don't know. I don't think he retired. Nobody, you know, nobody, nobody tells us these things. I mean, wouldn't it be nice if, if you found out, like, a, a, a guy that you know, is mentioned on the show, you know, constantly is retiring, and we can offer him a nice send-off. Yeah, like Jim Albert would, I would have been happy to, to uh, to have him uh, with a, a good send off. Yeah, same thing I, with courtroom Elvis or I, anybody else for that matter. Yeah, and I can't, I can't do. Uh, who is the guy now in Holyoke? Is it, is it Cornier or is that Springfield? Uh, I don't know now. But you can't, you can't do the, you can't do the. Hey, hey. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's going to come a day when, uh, when Ryan Walsh is going to retire from that job. Yeah. Well, I'd like to offer Ryan an, uh, an opportunity to, to say goodbye when he's ready to go. Not now. He's right in the middle of the job. But I'm saying, you know, when he's at that point where he says, yeah. you know what, I've, I'm going to call it a career. I'm going to hang it up. I think you should come on the show and we should uh, throw a little uh, send off for him. Yeah. We'll bring, we'll bring Krieger in here. We'll have egg salad. We'll rip through a couple of uh, rotisserie chickens from Costco. Yeah. Be like a damn party. I will uh, I will make that happen. We'll All right. have a nice roast for him. All right. Just let him know. Uh, authorities are seeking the public's assistance in identifying both a truck and its driver involved in alleged theft of wood pallets from Dexter Russell, located on Charlton Road in Sturbridge. According to reports, the unidentified driver maneuvered the truck onto the premises when they subsequently loaded an estimated 50 to 70 wood pallets onto the vehicle. According to police, these pallets were not designated for pickup as they were actively used by the company. The Sturbridge police is actively investigating the case, and anyone uh, possessing information pertinent to the identity of the truck or the driver is urged to come forward and call uh, Sergeant Fortier at uh, 508-347-2525, extension 375. I'm sorry, 528? No, it's 508-347-2525. No, that's not right. 508-347-2525. Two two five. No, wait a minute. That's too many twos. Five zero eight three four seven two five two two five two. Wait, is it extent? No, that was a bar out in Westfield. Years oh ago. yes, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Uh, no, all right. It's five zero eight five zero eight three four seven three four seven. So four four four. four. 
No, wait, it's not three There's no fours. fours. Well, it said three fours. No, it's three fours. It's not quantity of numbers. Oh, it's my. Qu- We're never going to get through this. Uh, I don't know. If you see a guy having a big bonfire with some wood pellets, call the cops. All right. That's all you enough. really need to do. That's fine. Uh-huh. We don't. Uh, In the wake of the immigration crisis in the U.S. and right here in Massachusetts, local state leaders are raising concerns on the state proposing universities and colleges be used for emergency shelter. Excuse me there. Hork that out, man. You can hear that that crunching right in your your chest cavity. From being around a bunch of teenagers yesterday. Were you kids smoking yesterday? Oh, yeah. They were smoking uh, all kinds of ganja, (laughs) weed. It was pipe night. Oh, it was pipe night in the underground. Uh, State Senator John Velas of Westfield said this will only deviate the university from educating students, and Western Mass continues to feel the brunt of the immigration crisis. Velas uh, said that a report from the Massachusetts Emergency Management Agency deemed Lammers Hall at Westfield State University as, quote, technically feasible to be an emergency shelter for migrants. He points out uh, also in that report the dorm building faces ADA accessibility challenges, has potential asbestos tiling issues, lacks access to medical clinics and kitchen services for families, and it would impact the university's student mental health counseling services, mm. also located in Lammers Hall. What's their position on keg parties at the dorm? Oh, you can have as many of those as you oh, want. Oh, well, that's fine. Yeah. Vilas adds, the U.S. Constitution is very clear. Immigration is the province of the federal government. These are issues that we are taking because there is inaction at the federal level. We need help. What is happening is that is this trickling-down effect. Uh, we are having to do it. We are having to fund it. We don't have the money to do that. Well, you just make the college kids pay for it. I mean, you are charging them an arm and a leg to go to college. Everybody gets charged an extra $1,000 for a uh, shelter fee. Yeah, I mean, that seems reasonable. Come on, you're already spending enough money at the college. What's an extra 1000 bucks going to hurt you? You know? what? I don't even know what, they, uh, what it costs to have uh, a unit uh, to go to uh, Westfield State anymore. Uh, Vilas says Lammers Hall is right in the center of campus and is not equipped to be an emergency shelter. He urges the state to, quote, exhaust every other option, including hotels, in every community before Westfield State is considered. Besides universities, the Healy-Driscoll administration has been urging landlords, churches, and even private residents to open up their homes to house migrants. Hmm. Well, you got an extra room there, don't you, over in Hamden? <laughs> Uh, no, actually, uh, we're all full. You sure? Yep, absolutely. We uh, we can no longer fit any more people into our house. Well, I mean, you you could you could spare it. Well, you got a shed, don't you? Uh, no, we have people stacked up in the shed too. What about the garage? Yep, garage is full. I'm just <clears> saying, uh, you know, there's extra places uh, for these. Uh, no, we uh, we house people, uh, circus people usually. I had heard uh, yesterday that there was a bunch of mattresses dropped off at Westfield State yesterday. Um, for a stakeout? One of the students was like, oh, yeah, they just dropped off mm. a bunch of 100 fresh new mattresses right to this uh, right to this dormitory here. All right, so a non-Massachusetts uh, resident could go to Westfield State for about about $36,000 a year. Yes. What's an extra 1000 bucks? That's right. That's, That's what I'm a saying. Pretty, you know, all in thing- the grand scheme of things, what really is an extra $1,000? Right. In out? the grand scheme of things, that's a pretty decent price for a college education from a, for someone who is out of state. You know, uh, what's an extra thousand bucks? I'm telling you, it's yeah, not think, a, it's not a bad uh, not a bad uh, hookup. For yeah, thousand bucks. Now, if I'm sending my kid to like a like a private college and I'm spending seventy, eighty thousand dollars a year, extra thousand bucks, that's gonna hurt. I'm, uh, gonna, I'm gonna feel that. 
Do you own a pair of Crocs? No. Do you own a pair of Crocs and you're just not saying you own a pair of Crocs? That's my business. Crocs are already ugly. It's part of the appeal in a way, so why not make them even uglier? New Crocs that look like the character Shrek are suddenly the hottest footwear on the planet. And no one even owns a pair yet. They went viral after videos or photos, I'm sorry, hit the internet on Wednesday. According to Google, they've been uh, top trending uh, search this week. They're normal lime green Crocs, but the strap, the back strap is furry to look like his brown vest. Hmm. And they come with gibbets you stick in the top that look like his ears and nose. Crocs says the kids' version will cost $50 and the adult sizes will cost $60. Get out of here with your $60 Crocs. Just go get them from Walmart. They're 10 bucks, and you can draw Shrek on the top of it. You have to paint them if you have to. I'm looking at them. I mean, they're kind of cool, but... Uh... That's not a six. That's not a sixty dollars shoe. They will hit the Crocs website and select stores next Wednesday. It's not clear why they're doing it now, but a fifth installment of the franchise is supposedly in the works. The original Shrek movie came out over twenty years ago. Uh, twenty-two years ago. It's yeah. I said over twenty years. Yeah. It's crazy. The successful franchise, man. Twenty-two uh, years ago. Can you imagine that? I'm talking about making you feel old, though. You know? Yeah. Listen, you know, uh, next in, in, in next year, in March, I will have been here for 29 years. Yeah. How I don't even know how that's possible. I know. I, I mean, I, I was in a huge blackout for at least 17 of those years, but <laughs> but 29 years. I know. I uh, 18 years I've been here uh, just last week. And it doesn't feel like it, does it? No, it doesn't. No. It doesn't feel like that way at all. It feels much longer. Hey, this Sunday is National Grandparents Day. So someone looked into the most popular nicknames we use for them, you know? Okay. Uh, oh, I, I don't have that queued up. Uh, oh, okay. I was, was going right. to do the survey thing. You ready? Yep. All right. Survey set. There you go. Uh, they didn't include grandma and grandpa because those are definitely the most popular overall. But what's second? 1,500 Americans were polled. And the most popular nicknames in 2023 besides grandma and grandpa are Nana and Papa. I can see that. It has a lot to do which state you're in, though. Granny and granddad top the list of states, especially in the South. Graham and Gramps are big in Maine, Mm -hmm. New Hampshire, Alaska, Washington, and Wyoming. And Pop-Pop is the top nickname for grandfathers in seven states. Okay. Uh, Abuela and Abuelo ranked first in states like California and Texas with, you know, large Spanish-speaking populations. Paw-Paw is number one for grandpas in a few states. Wasn't Paw Paw the name of the kid in uh, <laughs> the the murder uh, down in? Uh, why can't I think of this guy? Yeah, no, I know what you're talking the about. The lawyer, uh, w- the one that uh, killed uh, his wife and kid. Uh, oh, uh, 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 the, the redheaded guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Murtaugh. Murtaugh. Paw Paw. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he called the kid Paw Paw. I think didn't he? He did. Yeah. So it was the other way around. And Mama also got some nods. Now the true uh, outliers. You ready? Okay. Uh, Hawaii, Virginia, and Vermont are the only states that opt for the more formal grandmother. Rhode Island is the only state where grandfather is number one. Grandpapa is popular in Hawaii. I got to tell you, uh, in Rhode Island, there's a whole bunch of memes and pepes out there, too. Yeah. A lot of French Canadians up there. The Russian word for grandfather, dedushka, ranked first in Massachusetts. The Dushka? The Dushka. 
I don't know that one. The uh, German word Oma is number one for grandmas in New Mexico. I uh, I don't know. Uh, grandma and grandpa is what I used to call them. I had a grandpa, a grandma and grandpa, and then a meme and pepe. That's what I had. That's the other set, right? Is that what it was? Yes. Mema and Pepe I, was I, the other set. Mema, Mema and Pepe with uh, on my mother's side, uh, Grandma and Grandpa on my uh, my father's side. See, we used to do like you know Grandpa Nagel and Grand and you know gr- you know that. I yeah. never really knew my grandparents. I only had one grandmother that I really actually yeah. experienced. Uh, yeah, I knew with. all four. Yeah, but that's how they would refer to them as Grandma. Yes, this and thing. That's right. Uh, we could have just called one of them level three. I think that would have been a. <laughs> there was some dark stuff going yeah, on. I was going to say, that is very dark. Yeah. Uh, you have a pop-up or a nada? No, I have a level three. <laughs> there was posters distributed to everybody in the neighborhood. Everybody knows where he lives. He's not only known as a level three, yeah. he's also got a case number that he's known about in state. Yeah, his... Uh, <laughs> His name is his name is Level Three, case number three five eight HV seven. Yeah, he's from West Springfield. That's where they usually <laughs> give those numbers. Uh, your Pioneer Valley forecast today going to be uh, rainy and thunderstorms possible with a high of eighty seven. Tomorrow, more of the same with a high of eighty four. It is seventy two right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock one hundred two. Ah, yeah. If you're injured in an accident, make the call to a fighter. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 8.50 and Lenny Kravitz with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. I like when our guests ask if they need to put headphones on. I'm like, they don't even work. They're just, they're just there for decoration. Actually, ours so don't I can e- take them off now? Yeah, ours don't even work either. Yeah. Believe it or not, tomorrow is the uh, the Ride to Remember. It's an event that's been going on for a number of years. It's a really cool event. And in the studio with us right now from the Ride to Remember, uh, Shannon Mumblow and John Delaney. Guys, thank you very much for coming in. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Now, this is, uh, how many years we talking now 11 it's 11 11 years wow. since uh, kevin ambrose springfield police officer and jose torres westfield police officer died in the line of duty and we decided at the uh, springfield pd to do an event to honor those men because they sacrificed their lives for the betterment of the commonwealth and we came up with this bike ride from springfield to boston and at 120 the first year we had doing the ride and then we have over 400 doing it tomorrow Wow. People coming from all over New England, all over the United States to take part in this ride so they can honor fallen first responders. Now, um, and not for nothing, it's a, and it's a great event, great cause, all that other stuff. But I know for me, if I were going to ride in a, a bike ride such as this, I would say, could we just start at Springfield? Uh, I don't know. Let's just say uh, Sumner Avenue and end like around Belmont. I mean that would be that would be good for me. That's I could do ride. that. I could make that. Yeah. Well, for people like you, we actually have uh, Peter Pan buses that go along the route with us. So anybody that needs to stop, I encourage everybody every year. Like even if you're not an experienced rider, if you have a bike, you know, join us. And there's stops along the way. You can get on the bus, take the bus for a stop, resume the ride. So we we try to make it, you know, open to anybody who can ride. Man, that's got to be an ego shot when you have to get picked up by the Peter Pan bus to, <laughs> take, you, to take you all the way back to Neverland. Pretty you're sure. never going to finish yeah, the race. I'm pretty sure yeah. you're not going to be alone on the bus. Well, there's people that are <laughs> lagging at the end of the ride. There's 400. So we stretch out over, 
a half a mile to a mile sometimes, yeah. and then yeah. the ride marshals will come up and you get the tap on the shoulder. Yeah, get on the bus. Nobody yeah. wants to get on the bus. No, they want to finish the. They want to finish the ride, yeah. finish Pedal the ride. faster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so but, what? So what is the route now? I mean, it it has changed over over the years, and now it is a little bit different. It's local. We do a looped. We're doing a seventy mile loop tomorrow. We start at the Irish Cultural Center at eight o'clock in the morning. It's a huge ceremony. Steve's going to be there as our master of ceremonies. Yeah. It's, I, it's, and, and we do the loop through uh, Springfield, into Springfield, into Ludlow, Chicopee, and then we loop around back into Springfield. And this year we're going into Connecticut through East Long Meadow, uh, through Summers, Enfield, Suffield, Southwick, oh, are Westfield. You, are you bringing everybody Westfield. through the rotary in East Long Meadow? That would yeah, be awesome. <laughs> no, it is. We are going through the rotary. We should be there. Yeah, avoid that area about 11 o'clock tomorrow morning. But <laughs> You could avoid that area all day Don't long if there. you have to. There's going to be 25 mo- police motorcycles, a bunch of wow. police cars, and 400 guys pedaling and women on, on bicycles. So, so, so we all know the point of the ride. It's to remember the fallen officers uh, throughout the, the history of the Springfield Police and, and any – any it's, it's in the Commonwealth, and it's anywhere. and it's grown to right. to represent uh, f- uh, firefighters. Yeah. And right. uh, and this year we're we're just dedicating the ride to correction officers, sheriff's department, where uh, we're honoring uh, the men and women that serve in, in corrections. Yeah. Because they do an unheralded job. It's really a tough job they do. But but the the money that comes out of this goes to uh, several different things. Yeah, Shannon can talk about and, that. And then uh, one one of them is is Christina's house, which yes. which Shannon uh, is the director of, right? Uh, former director of former um, director. I'm proud, I apologize. Proud, proud to say that yeah. uh, we have uh, there's a program graduate of Christina's house who's now the executive director. So my dream came true there. I was able to transition out, and yeah, part of the proceeds still go to Christina's house, which is amazing. We've also given to um, organizations like Square One, mm-hmm. One Call Away, um, Dean Fay. Um, and his inner city youth kids, yep, teaching yeah. So it's box. not just one specific charity; no, it's, it's not a one mul- specific charity. No, yeah. we built a half a million dollar soccer field honoring mm-hmm. uh, Michael Scavina and Alan Beauregard, two officers that got killed in the line of duty th- thirty years ago, and it's a huge monument and a soccer mm-hmm. field dedicated to them, right in the heart of Springfield. So. Yeah. That, that was a, a big sum of money that went to that. Again, this is uh, John Delaney and Shannon Mumblow uh, for Variety to Remember, which uh, kicks off uh, tomorrow for its 11th year. Uh, are you still allowing people to participate, or is or is, as you've been capped and closed now? We, we are capped at 400 people. Um, I am specifically responsible for helping to nourish the riders. As John would say, we treat everybody like kings and, and queens during the ride, so... You know, specifically, it's for me, like seeing how the community gets behind and supports it. Like AC's Main Street Market has donated bananas for the last 10 years. Uh, The local Duncan Peter Martins like every year has breakfast and coffee for everybody. Like so. And one of the sentimental stories this year was we were checking out at Costco to the tune of like two thousand dollars to feed mm-hmm. and wow. nourish four hundred people, and um, Bridget Michaud and her team at Richards Fuel and Heating kicked in and paid for the entire bill. Right, wow. So wow. right out of the blue, we were all teary eyed at checkout, yeah, like not hard. expecting it on the phone. She's like, "We'll just cover the cost." And you I know, I've like, been in tears what? at Costco too, but for <laughs> much different reasons. Yeah, mostly because we had to pay it to them. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah, we, we all the people we behind us waiting no. as we were paying were in tears, but yeah. you know, we made it happen. Well, do you think the people behind you were in tears because, like, if I had just been that customer, I would have gotten my groceries taken care of. <laughs> yeah, that day. yeah. You know, but that 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 just says a lot about. 
what you, what you yeah. folks yeah. do in the community and how they recognize that you do such good work and that this money does go to uh, many different um, organizations throughout the area. And you guys do great work, and I, we can't compliment you enough on it. We encourage the public to come to watch us take off. Mm-hmm. 400 people on bicycles when we leave the Irish Cultural hey, Center. Hey, I'm going to be there. Come it's, on. It's, yeah, it's, 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 yeah, Steve's going to be there. So it's really an awesome site. We're all wearing the same bicycle jersey. Um, and w- w- when we drive through different cities and towns, it's really something to see. And it's a rain or shine event. Rain too. and shine. And it looks like it's not going to rain during the day, maybe Good. tomorrow night. So I think we're going to be safe. And if we, if we had to do the ride yesterday in 100 degree weather, I don't think we could do it. But it looks like the weather is going to be pretty favorable. You're everybody on that bus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Around, around, <laughs> no. 10, around 1030 in the morning, we're going to be coming down Parker Street and we're going into Hillcrest Park Cemetery. And wow. if you can be there to see that as we pass Kevin Ambrose's grave, it's going to be amazing. Mm-hmm. Bagpipes are going to be yeah. playing. 400 people on bicycles, motorcycles. It's a pretty solemn event, and it reminds people that, you know, there's, there's men and women out there that sacrifice every single day to protect you. They don't even know you, but they're out there 24 hours a day, seven days a week, uh, keeping you safe and secure mm-hmm. in your homes and your businesses, and this is why we do it. This is why we keep doing it. Yeah, you know, we've uh, for years we've seen how when 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 times are difficult or you know where they're facing you know special circumstances, how much this community kind of steps up and and helps and participates in all kinds of efforts, whether it's you know ride to remember or the Mayflower yeah. Marathon or whatever it may be, they step up. The, the idea that, you know, 11 years ago, you, you came in here and you talked about, you know, Kevin, and you talked about this idea you had for the ride to remember, and you had a, 150 people participate, and here you are 11 years later, you got 400 people yeah. uh, in on this, and with a chance to do really, really great things for the community and give back. I mean, it just, this is like really one of those great success stories that, you know, you have to applaud uh you and uh, and Shannon and everybody on the board for putting this together year after year. It's a it's a really wonderful thing that you do. Thank you very much for saying that and recognizing that. The first year we did this, we thought it was one and done, and because it was a success, here we are 11 years later. Yeah. Exactly. But 11 years later, those people that have lost loved ones uh, that worked in protective services, they never forget. So we're making sure the public never forget. The uh, Ride to Remember it starts tomorrow at the Irish Cultural Irish Center. Irish Cultural Center, yes. 8 o'clock, and we get done, and we'll probably be pulling in the Irish Cultural Center around 3.30. Watch us come in for the medal ceremony. Uh, again, there won't be a dry eye in the house. I'm telling you, it's really something to see with the bagpipes playing and all those people. Speaking of uh, dry, uh, will the bar be open at the Irish Cultural Center at 8 o'clock in the morning like it's it should the, be? It's the Irish <laughs> Cultural Center. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Speaking of priorities. It's open 24 hours a day. Speaking of what? Priorities. Yeah, priorities. <laughs> Listen, if you know me long enough, you know where my priorities stand. Yes, yes. Guinness will be flowing for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Shannon Mumble and John DeLady from the Ride to Remember. Best of luck tomorrow. Thank you so much. Appreciate it's it. Thanks a lot. 859 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 9-11 and Joan Jett with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Uh, Going to see some thunderstorms today with a high of 86. It is 73 right now in downtown Springfield. Uh, go ahead. You got something there? Well, I was just, yeah, I mean, if you got something, I, uh, I was going to give something away, but that's, yeah, I going to have to. Oh, we can give that away in a second. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, a couple of different things here. The, the, um, the Taste of Northampton is tomorrow. Yeah. And the ad keeps saying 11 to 8, but it's actually noon to 8. So don't show up at 11 o'clock thinking you're going to get anything when it really doesn't open until noon. Well, I mean, let's uh, 
let's be quite honest. Yeah. It can take up to an hour to find a good parking space in Northampton. Uh, yeah, it could. So, so by I the guess, time you, yeah, 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 you're right. You get to right. Northampton by 11, yeah. by the time you find a parking space and walk on over there, it could be uh, you know, yeah. 10 to noon, noon, you know, 5 yeah. past. Otherwise, you'll be walking from the Walmart all the way down King Street to Ooh, get geez. to that. Yeah, you nobody that's, wants to do that. That's a real hike. Uh, another thing that uh, has uh, come across my uh, computer screen this morning, <laughs> other than other than the normal things, other than my money, um, <laughs> again with yes. the, uh, the the next door neighbor app and the community forums on mm-hmm. Facebook. Somebody shared this one uh, from their town uh, down in Connecticut. Uh, this is a, a woman who's, uh, my phone is having trouble at the moment with calling the town offices. I'm going to try and again when I have better service. But in the meantime, does anyone know if there are town ordinances, A, against every, uh, very loud music being played in public parks, B, against profanity containing uh, music being played in public parks? I'm not trying to be a Karen, but loud curse word containing rap music at the basketball court right next to the baby playground has been a repeated issue this week. I love Eminem very much, but I would much appreciate the clean version with my toddlers right here. All right, Karen. Yeah, you, you I know you don't want to be known as Karen, but I'm sorry, Karen. You're being a Karen. Eh, the noise ordinance thing. Like, uh, what? I, you know, I don't a, know what to, I don't know what the solution is for you. Well, you know, to me, uh, if you're living in an area in which you know, public performances happen all the time, yeah, you know, there's usually a noise ordinance already established in every town, and so they're trying to you know be accommodating to everybody. But you know, just settle down. It's just yeah, they're just words. Words won't hurt you. Somebody who says they love Eminem really doesn't love Eminem. Because if you loved Eminem, you'd be like, all right, somebody's playing Eminem at the playground. All yeah. right, kids, nostalgia, full gear. Let's yeah. go. This is what mom used to rock out to. But they're like, uh, let me say, um, I love Rush, but I can't stand drums. You know, it's like you can't yeah, have yeah, one yeah, without yeah, the yeah, other. Right, you know, it's yeah. like, you know, you can't do it one way or out the other. I don't know. People like to complain about things. That's the truth. But I like our little uh, our little neighbor, next door neighbor. Won't uh, you be my won't neighbor? Won't you be my neighbor? There you, yeah, go. there you go. Hey, Jackie, the joke man, Martling is going to be at the South End Community Center tomorrow night for a great comedy show. Starts at 7 o'clock. The zombie hideout in Springfield uh, is putting that on along with Signature Fence. Uh, tickets uh, are on sale at the uh, Zombie Hideout website. All the proceeds benefit the South End Community Center, which is an awesome place to do terrific stuff. It's a wonderful facility and a great night for for comedy with Jackie the Joke Man. We happen to have a pair of tickets uh, to give away. Tenth caller right now, 293-1021. You go see Jackie the Joke Man at uh, the South End Community Center. Good luck. It's uh, 915 to Rock 102.